Internet, we are back. It is week number two. This is your boy David Johnson, a.k.a. Samurai Black, in the building. What happened to Wakanda? You're not from Wakanda anymore? A.k.a. I am from Wakanda, a.k.a. Funkmaster Flash, a.k.a. That's all the a.k.a.s I have. A.k.a. You can stop now? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, we are back for week number... Is this two or three? Dose. This is week dose. Officially. Officially week dose. Give how you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. I had a, I had a long week. Uh, I was sick this week. Ew. Yeah. Dude, so was I. Dude, but like way sick. I man, was in my room. need to get away from me then. <laughs> yeah. No, we need to get closer. Nope. Yep. Come here. Give me a hug. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, how was your week? It was fantastic. I went to uh, Austin. Who'd you go with? My mom and my brother. Hey. And we literally just ate food. That's the, the only reason. That's the only reason you need to go to Austin. That's, yeah. That sounds it's nice. Eat food. Yeah, they got shout, out to, shout out to Austin because they got they got real food. Isn't over there. the original? Yeah, in yeah, Austin, I, I mean, believe. Shout out to the whole city of Austin. Yes, the entire city of Austin is on fleek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that's where we end nope. our weekly catch up on each other's lives. And that's when we shift to David. David, yeah, how was your week? My week was good. I was uh, helping with like the service projects in my church. Oh, cool. And so I'm like spent. Because we had the high schoolers go out and play with, uh, like, the Hispanic kids and all that stuff. And I had – I'm spent, man. My back hurts. <laughs> for a good these, cause. Yeah, for a good cause. Like, yeah. all these, like, little Hispanics. Centro, centro. Like, I, my, like my, back is, my back is done. My legs are done. <laughs> I messed up a hamstring. But it was for a good cause. Like, we had them come out to the carnival. We gave them hot dogs. It was great. And it's good to see, you know, kids take off their spring break and not really care about going to the beach and helping people less fortunate. So That's cool. That's what's up. I have a question for Wayne, though. Hey, Wayne, how are things? Things are great. What are you talking about? You know, you know. You know what we're talking about. Yeah. Hey, in this piece. I don't know what you're talking about. David. Did she listen to the last podcast? Thank you. Oh, I have no idea. Wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Is is it? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not. I mean, I don't know if she listened to it yet. Why don't you ask her? What is wrong with you? <laughs> well, because she's on like a trip oh, okay. oh. Okay, okay. but do you not talk to her over like myspace or <laughs> hold on time it's can 2017 we... <laughs> <laughs> you just said myspace you guys don't have myspace oh just me come on tom <laughs> at, <laughs> that, at that point anything <laughs> you just said became tom irrelevant yeah, white t-shirt yep and uh, do you what is give it? you're not irrelevant for like five minutes i'm sorry what was it? Is what did myspace have the top eight or my the top yeah, eight my, my top eight yeah, friends that's right. and you can oh you can pick them I'm sorry. That was a stroll down memory lane. I was never in anyone's My space was anyway. lit. <laughs> that was great. Man, I'm so excited. We got a great list of news topics today. We got some heat. And uh-huh. we going to get into it straight off the bat. Numero uno, which means number one for those who do not speak Spanish. Yes. Internet audience. If you groan when you hear the term Warner Brothers... Get ready to groan again. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with Warner Brothers that much, but... We'll see. Warner Brothers is in the early stages of rebooting The Matrix. Um, uh. Zach, <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> Zach Penn. There's that groan. Zach Penn is going to write the script. Now, Zach Penn has done some good things and he's done some bad things. Okay? He wrote the script for Avengers. He wrote the script for X-Men 2, which was great. Uh, the the like first X-Men 2? Yeah, X-Men 2, X-Men United, United. with Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah. yeah, he wrote okay. the that script for one. that. Yeah. And then he wrote the script for X-Men The Last Stand, the third one, where Gene, like, like uh, what was it, disintegrated everybody. And Cyclops is in it for, like, 32 <laughs> seconds. And they killed Cyclops <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. 
Um, then he wrote the script for Electra. Oh, man. But then he wrote the script for Behind Enemy Lines. Okay. So, like, I'm confused what this guy's doing with his life. He may write the script, and they want Michael B. Jordan to lead. Mm-hmm. A Now, how do you guys feel about this? I, personally, actually, we're gonna, go ahead, Wayne. How do you feel about this? Well, growing up, I think I've, I've seen all the Matrix movies. Uh-huh. So, um, as far as remembering them, I don't really remember much except for dodging bullets and stopping bullets and stuff. <sighs> That's what I remember. There is and no that spoon. was pretty cool. There is no spoon, man. But isn't that the whole red pill, blue pill yep. thing? That's right. Yeah. I'm catching up. No, you're not. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> anyway. It's like 100%. Um, but yeah, and I love Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. That dude is great. He's getting all his work right. Especially, Especially after... in 2K. Dude, Justice Young, <laughs> Orange Juice. You're like yeah. obsessed with 2K. Yeah, he's obsessed with 2K. For the people who are not people of color <laughs> who don't play 2K, I apologize. Ever since Fruitville Station... Where he was, uh, which uh, well, the director for Creed also directed that. I'm blanking on his name. Mm. He's also directing Black Panther. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. There you go. He directed Fruitville Station, directed Creed, directing Black Panther. All of them will have Michael B. Jordan in it. Michael B. Jordan is getting that work right now. Yes. Okay, he's getting that money. That money. <laughs> Coming soon to iTunes. <laughs> that money. Um, the first Matrix was amazing. That the first Matrix like blew my mind to the whole like, hey, the life you live is not real. Like none of this is real. Yeah, you're in you know a program, and the real world is like dystopian and apocalyptic and everything. And that was awesome. And I was like, why can't my life be like? This? Why can't I like learn kung fu? Just like jack it into the back of your brain and learn kung fu in like ten minutes. Done. Yeah. Done. So you don't have to study anymore, Gee. You could just like upload all the information. I like it though. I like the process. Like that. That was awesome. Trust the process. <laughs> you only saying that because I'm from Philly. Those poor Sixers. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Matrix two and three. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The second one was great. It was in my really opinion. good. Yeah. The Matrix Reloaded had some of the best fight scenes. Oh yeah, when he Period. fights the, the the Asian guy. He fights the Asian guy. He oh, fights the so twins. Good. The, the like, twins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the man, the burly brawl with all the Agent Smiths in the uh, in like the courtyard yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Matrix Two had some of the greatest like fighting scenes. Period. Yeah. Matrix, they kind of like lost sight of everything. Though Wayne's like, I don't. Yeah, it's a blank oh, wait, stare. Wait, wait, wait. But as you guys are talking about this, I'm actually like remembering, remembering oh, the good. riding on the highway with the bikes. That's and everything. right. Like, yes, when they have the keymaker. Yes. Oh, for and sure. that's that's the Wachowskis. They had some of the best like CGI special effects work. Mm-hmm. Period. And then Matrix Three got kind of crazy with like the whole Sentinels are coming, and then it was like very like. They didn't explain much. Like, with Neo, it was like, I'm going to save. And then he, like, sacrificed himself. But yeah. And they didn't, like, they were like, will Neo be back? Oh, he'll be back one day. Movie's over. And it was just like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed both. I enjoyed the set. A lot of people only like the first one. I think it could be good. I'm, like, very wary, though. Do you need to reboot The Matrix? Probably not. You don't need to. But they, it's not. I don't think it's confirmed that it's a reboot. I think they, it might be uh, a prequel. I, that I would be down for that. Yeah, or like a side story, like a oh, side during story. the event, like during with Neo in I guess two or three. Do you remember three? Yeah, in three he was trapped like in bet- in the train station. Remember that he was trapped. That's to- right. Give us a story with uh, during- the, what was her name? The Oracle. Yes, and the Frenchman had him between right. the worlds. Have us have a story during that part mm. where Neo is not really involved. Okay, and give us a Michael B. Jordan. Handling his business. So you think Michael B. Jordan would play like a alternate Neo? Yes, he could do it. 
I don't want them to say like, "Hey, let's get Michael B. Jordan because he's a good black actor." Though I want like the role to be like important. Okay, yeah, like, of course. Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus was an important role. It wasn't just Lawrence Fishburne's a good actor. It was like he's a great actor, but Morpheus was very integral to. He was key to the yeah, you of know, course. introducing Neo to the blindfolded world that he you know mm-hmm. in that company where he <laughs> where he went to the same job and had that same desk, and then someone dropped him off a phone, and then he's like, "You have." Go to the next cubicle. Like, that whole scene where he was like, what are you talking about? And then the agent, that whole scene was awesome. Do you remember in the third one when um, uh, they, the, the love story between Niobe and Locke and that, like, yeah. Morpheus was originally with Niobe yeah. and then she was with Locke? Yeah. What if it was, like, Morpheus's story before before he was or, – or, like Jordan playing Morpheus? Yeah, and, like, that Yo. love story between him and Niobe. Okay. Okay, I'm right? on you. Young Are we Jada? Gonna get Jada Pinkett Smith back? Or With get, Michael B. Jordan? Are we gonna get she a younger, could do it. She looks... Have you seen Atlanta? The TV show? No. Have you seen Atlanta? The no. TV show? Oh, dang it. The girl, Zazie B is one of the girls in that show. She'd be a perfect Ooh. young... Internet, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you've seen Atlanta, she'd be perfect for a young Jada Pinkett Smith. Or was it Niobe? Yeah. Yeah, in that role. But yeah, I mean, I'm interested. Show me like a teaser. Show me, like, Michael B. Jordan getting, like, jacked into the Matrix. Done. I'm in. I don't need to see anything else. Uh-huh. Blackout Congregation. Yeah, Blackout Congregation. Geef, what's next we got to talk about? We have Guardians 3 is already confirmed without Guardians 2 even coming out. Basically. Guardians 2 is coming out in, in May. May, yeah. May 5th. Dang. I mean, seriously? Yeah. Already? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Wow. I hey, thought they're getting that ball rolling quick. They got, yeah. I mean, don't faith. waste no time. But James mm-hmm. Gunn is like, listen, we got this in the bag. Yeah. I don't care about box office numbers. <laughs> we going to do this. And I was like, I mean, let's see. He's got, he's, he has faith in his project and his property. More yeah. power to him. Major faith. I don't know if you saw, Wayne, did you see what Samuel Jackson said? No. They were asking Samuel Jackson about something, um, about either it was Civil War or, or some property about Marvel. And he, and this is everyone freaking out about like rumor mill stuff. He said, "No, I'm just like worried about what Red Skull's up to." And everyone was like, "Why would you say that?" Mm-hmm. Like randomly in an interview. So he was talking about Red Skull, and everyone is asking, "Is like, does that mean Red Skull's coming back to? Is he going to be like a lower level villain in the first uh, Infinity War, mm-hmm. and then work up to Thanos, or like what? Is, or did he just say that for no reason? Let's let's rewind. Red, Red Skull was he was he um, he was the villain in the first Captain, Captain America. America. That's the what first okay. Avenger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was um, he was Mister Anderson. Yeah, he was Agent Smith where yeah. he took off his mask and Red Skull. Yeah. Okay. And Lord Elrond. And Lord Two. <laughs> Lord Elrond. Shout out to Lord of the Rings. Yes, man. love that movie. So, yeah, and maybe just rumors and maybe him, like, slip of the tongue. It, it doesn't matter. Did you hear what Vin Diesel said? No. There was a rumor, and he, he I think he just said I this. this. I don't know if this is true, but that he, there might be a movie just centered on Groot and Rocket. And Groot and Rocket Raccoon? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if there's any truth to that. See, but. I would get on board for that mm-hmm. because, honestly, if we're honest, Internet, those are probably the two funniest uh, – two of the characters that people – kind of lean towards because they're interjecting the movie with humor and all that stuff. And now you have baby Groot, like they're fan favorites. Yeah. I exactly. am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> Which further proves my point that I said to my friend, like a couple weeks ago, Vin Diesel is probably one of the greatest actors when he's not on screen. If he does voice <laughs> acting, I don't know. That's a good thing, man. That's exactly that. my point. I don't <laughs> care that you're driving around an old Mustang with 10 of your friends in fast and furious. Uh-huh. I don't care. 
when you get behind the screen to voice acting, the Iron Giant, one of the best was movies amazing. ever. He was the Iron Giant. So good, the Iron Giant. He's Groot. If that's on my resume, I'm done. I don't need to do anything. Yeah. I'm bowing out with those two characters because <laughs> those are baller characters right there. Oh, man, what's next? What you got for us today? I got a lot for you today. I don't know if you're ready for it, though. We ready. And that let me know. And that lets me know. No, 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 no. Why can't David do it and not me? Because this is a solo. Okay, this is not a duet. I actually wanted a duet. but you want No, you can't make it a duet. It's a solo. All right. We're going to take your mic privileges. What's next, Wayne? Suicide Squad 2. Hey. Hey. Repeat that. Suicide Squad. Dose. Dose. That means two. And if you thought the first one was... Poochie's. Poochie's trash. It wasn't Poochie's trash. It wasn't. Not. It wasn't that bad. But if you thought it was, I suggest you go see Suicide Squad 2. Okay? <laughs> Adam Kozad. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? Yep. A.K.A. Jack Ryan. Shadow Recruit. A.K.A. Legend of Tarzan. Both I did not care for. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted... <laughs> I did not care for. I felt like it was needed. Okay? They're working on the script, possibly directed by Ruben... Fly, I don't even know how to say his name, dude. Let me see how you say his name. Fleischer? Ruben Fleischer. Yeah, you're right. Hey. Zombieland. Go Wayne. Hey. That was good. Zombieland was Zombieland good. Zombieland was awesome. Very good, I'm yeah. getting it. Um, either Ruben Fleischer, Daniel Espinoza, who did Safe House. You, Safe House was good, too. Is that, that's Gerard Denzel, Butler. No, oh, no, Denzel that's Denzel and, uh, and Ryan Reynolds, right? Ryan Reynolds. That's right, that's right, that's right. Good movie. Yeah. Nice. Um, Jonathan Levine, Warm Bodies, which is also a good movie. That's a that was a good uh, movie. I haven't seen Warm Bodies, I don't think. It wasn't Jennifer Lawrence. No, it was, it uh, was... Uh, that guy in the movie. Do, 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 Ricky Ricardo. Do, 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 do. No. No? I'm mad that I don't remember his name. Anyway, we're going to skip. Up, skipping it. And possibly Mel Gibson. Oh, yes. Now, we, we talked about this a while ago. Internet, why don't you scoot in a little bit closer? I'm scooting in. Um, Mel Gibson would put me back on board for Suicide Squad. It all depends on what the story is. Okay? Because he can make an R-rated you know, Suicide Squad, but if it's just R-rated for the sake of, like, blood, I, okay. That'd be great. You know what I'm saying? But all of Mel Gibson's movies have great stories. All of them. Have you all seen Hacksaw Ridge? Yes. Ugh. Hacksaw Ridge is very good. So good. Made me like Andrew Garfield again. Yeah. Because for a while, I didn't like him. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't know why. Something about his face. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Gotcha. Um, oh, personal. Yeah. But Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson, if the story is right, because the story for Suicide Squad, the first one was like an introduction and then like save the world, mm-hmm. which I thought was like rushed. I don't fault David Ayer. I don't want to think it's his fault because he did End of Watch and because he did, you know, Fury and Training Day. I can't blame <laughs> I can't blame him with a track record like that. But if the story is like Suicide Squad versus like even batter villains, like a group, like have a group versus group, I can get down with that. And the Suicide Squad being the lesser of two exactly. evils. Okay. I can get down with that. If it's just like, hey, they're killing a bunch of people. I mean. Like Expendables? Yes, which I don't think it will be. I doubt. I, no I lie, really, really no doubt. lie, I kind of like Expendables. It was fun. Expendables is the guy movie you go see. Yeah, yeah. You see uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone kill like nine people with, with, yep. a, with a six-shot revolver. And one bullet goes through three people. Like, where's, you know. your, where's your math in that? I don't know. So apparently the, the project is ultimately Mel Gibson's if he wants it. Is oh, what, I hope he takes it. I think, I think he will. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think? I, I, I think this is an opportunity for DC mm-hmm. to be redeemed 
I think Gibson can do it. Uh, what are his movies? Braveheart, greatest movie of all time, mm. according to, to me. To you. To you. To it's you. still a yes. great movie. I'm speaking for me. But, yeah. But greatest movie of all time. You've got 20 others that you can throw in there. I mean, Mel Gibson movies like Passion and Apocalypto. You know, Apocalypto. So he, he can do it. I hope he, I hope he does, is, man. Will he take it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's interested. I, heard, I think, I think right. he, I think he will mm-hmm. because Mel Gibson seems like a, the kind of guy who's like not afraid of a challenge. Mm-hmm. And literally, this movie needs to revive. Yeah. Yes, this would be a good challenge. And there's so much potential too. Like, is it really a challenge? Like, you have, there's so much there to work with. Suicide Squad is an it's awesome a, story. It's a challenge to get through Warner Brothers, and I think that's this is what I was thinking about earlier. When I was thinking about Logan, um, and Wayne finally saw Logan. Logan was phenomenal. And my, heart, my heart is still ripped if, out. Yeah, and that was I saw it like two weeks ago, and that still hurts when I go so to bed. Good. Like I'm yeah. crying all the time. I'm just kidding. The horrors, <laughs> the horror. Patrick Stewart. Um, if you haven't seen Internet, if you haven't seen Logan, please go check it out. It's a very, very, very good movie. Logan, I think, is opening a lot of people's eyes to R-rated, but just more graphic stories that can be told. And I think it's it was a while. It's been a while because all the PG, all the superhero movies are PG-13, P, you know, and all of them, like, interconnect. <laughs> and there's no, like, no fault of interconnecting. But sometimes, like in co- like comic book events, sometimes people like reading their specific hero and specific comic. And then in a, a big event comes where they all inter intertwine. And you're okay. like... I just want to read my story about my, you know, my hero. Like, Daredevil was fighting the Punisher, and, like, in a comic. And it's like, oh, I really like this. And then all of the Defenders get together, and they have to fight this giant. And it was like, but I just want to, I just want to read Daredevil versus the Punisher, Right, you know? yeah. And I think the more, like, what Deadpool and Logan have done, and what Suicide Squad can do, is prove to people, and prove to audience, and prove to the box office that, you don't need a Marvel type of like start from phase one and all go all the way through to an Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You can just have a movie by itself just be out. Like Deadpool was not connected to anything, mm-hmm. and it was its own little story, and it just and it blew. It got, gave him millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Like I a think, standalone, yeah, yeah. And I think Mel Gibson can make a good standalone Suicide Squad movie. It doesn't need to be connected to Justice League. It doesn't like it doesn't have to do all that. Just give us a standalone, like, Suicide Squad and Deathstroke and fighting. Like, give us a standalone movie, and then we'll be done with it. And that's all you need. We don't need, like, look, Batman's in the background. We don't need that no, all the yes, time. You know what yeah, I'm exactly, saying? Yeah. All the superhero movies have to interconnect. We don't need that all the time, mm-hmm. which is why Logan was so good, because Logan was a standalone. You knew that, of course, it's Hugh Jackman, and you knew that it was older him, and they made mentions of what happened in the past, but it was... 21 something in the future and it was by itself and at the end of it it was the end and there was no like next time on the x-men like (laughs) it wasn't none of that it was just a normal done the movie's over i think that can happen with r-rated superhero movies and that could wind up being like really good that's just my opinion that's a good thought next batman film boy scrapped 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 as in as in the script has been scrapped. There's, uh, there, I think they're hanging on to Ben, ben Affleck. Yeah, staying. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. see about Ben. I don't. I don't. I don't mind Ben. Do you, do you, mind, I like you guys ben. mind Ben? I like I Ben. I like Ben too. Right. Yeah. Ben got a lot of flack in the beginning because they were like, "Oh, it's Ben Affleck." 
Ben Affleck plays the perfect 45 to 50-year-old, I've had enough of this crap Batman. Like, he was he was the one of the shining lights in, in I almost said Civil War, in Batman vs. Superman. Yes. He was the shining light in that, in the beginning where he's like, spoiler alert, go see Batman vs. Superman, even though it wasn't the greatest. It had some good scenes in it. Very where he was scenes. branding people with the bat logo. Oh, I'm gosh, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, man. Yes, that was dark. Give yeah. me that. that yeah. That's the Batman. Like, I'm tired of putting him in jail only to having him, like, bust out, like, 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. So keep going, Geef. Okay, well, here's my thought on that because they are they're that they're saying that the movie is going to start being filmed in 2018, mm-hmm. which means it won't be out by maybe 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, 2019, 2020, yeah. 2020, probably. Yeah, can we late wait that long? No, that's that's what people are saying. That's what they're you know now we have to yeah, wait. Yeah, that's a big. My patience is thin. But here's the thing, man. Go ahead. Lay it on us. Didn't Batman versus Superman seem rushed? To it you was guys? like sloppy, oh, yeah. put Faux together show. It was Definitely. rushed. Like it's like just this. Take this movie, film a bunch of scenes, and just put them together with scotch tape, and especially just with the stick flash drive thing and the yeah. Oh, Justice League. Oh, by the way, these are all yeah. spoilers. <laughs> yeah. These are all spoilers, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh yeah. right, yeah. Spoiler spoiler alert. Go alert. see, no. yeah. Before yeah, we continue, go see Batman vs Superman. Go ahead, continue. So, I feel yeah. like this way mm-hmm. it gives them time to do it right. And I get, you know, as a Batman fan, I am a big, I'm a big DC fan. I, I was excited about the Batman standalone. Same, but at least this way we'll get it. We'll get a good one. And like the Dark Knight trilogies were incredible, and they were. I feel like exactly. it, it could be on that quality. Nolan's not going to be. If you take involved. the time, right? Yep. Yeah. And meanwhile, let me let me read some of the stuff to you. Yeah, meanwhile, DC movies coming out from here to 2020. Yep. We got Justice League coming mm-hmm. out in November of this year. Okay, November. Awesome, right? Wonder Woman and June of I this year. I just want Wonder Woman to come out. I don't want to hear any that's, more that's DC That's the next news. one coming out. I just want to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that, directed by Patty Jenkins, that's going to be a good, like, shining light in the other words, like, roller coaster. I think they're going to do a good job. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. And then we've got Aquaman 2018. They don't have a date yet, but mm-hmm. that looks good. We, the footage with the... the I heard the, that might have been pushed, too. Like, pushed back. Really? It got pushed back because... And we'll talk about the next reason it got pushed mm-hmm. back, but go ahead. Okay. Well, the Aquaman getting pushed back then. I, yep. I, I didn't know that. And then we've got Cyborg and Green Lantern Corps mm-hmm. in 2020. Mm-hmm. So we've got DC movies coming to soften the blow. They're not Batman. I I, I, I agree with you. Wonder Woman and Justice League both this year. I can't wait. Like, they look really great. And I think... Uh, Gal Gadot, I think yes, name. she's she's a great yes. great cast for Wonder Woman. On so, the attractive spectrum, no, on the attractive spectrum, <laughs> you always got to bring she, up the on the attractive the attractive spectrum. I think this is good, honestly, for DC because it allows them to take a step back and kind of like, okay, what are we doing wrong? Mm-hmm. You know that people obviously don't like these movies that much, so I think them pushing it back to 2020 or 2019 or 2020 possibly. Helps them, one, to give us a very good Batman movie, plain and simple, okay? And number two, to change the image of Superman. And this is where I segue. I hate how they've been portraying Superman. I love Henry Cavill as Superman. He nails the look. Mm-hmm. They portray Superman so far in DC as a, as a very, I don't know what to do. I'm torn between, they portray him as a very unknowing very like not wimpy but almost sort of like a where 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 do my allegiances lie i don't know what to do superman is clear cut on the side of good 
Mm-hmm. Point, mm-hmm. point, almost at the mic, point blank, clear cut on the side of good. So, for to have, like, in the end of Man of Steel, spoilers, I thought it was great that he killed Zod. I which, that he was which he Superman never does. Superman does not kill Everyone people. Said, he doesn't kill people. Yeah. Did you see the reason, like, why he had to? Perfect reason why he had to. Perfect. And that scream Perfect. that he let out there <laughs> yeah. at the end, man? Yeah. Ugh. That's what I was saying. Henry, Henry Cavill nails it. But a lot of that movie was brooding for Superman. Like, him deciding whether to come back or not. Or... Well, this is just him just now becoming Superman. So this is new Superman. Now, Matthew Vaughn is directing mm-hmm. Superman, the next one, Man of Steel 2. Mm-hmm. I'm all on board for that. Yeah. Because I think he can get a good story for Superman. So I think they need to fix their two pillars of Superman and Batman. And once they're fixed, then go out and fill out the Justice League. Yeah. Fill out Wonder Woman, which you're doing this year. Get um, Flash which they keep pushing that. We don't know. Yeah. But fix your two pillars of the Justice League TV show and other comp, you know, and then go out. Because I think them starting with Batman vs. Superman immediately. I'm like, yeah. you just started su- – like, Man of Steel was 2012, I think. Oh, you or, could be right. I think it was 2012. 2012, yeah. And now you're already pitting them against each other. Like, we don't know. And then Wonder Woman, like, came in in the movie. Like, I'm Wonder Woman. I can block stuff with my, you know, with my bracelet. And everyone's like – is she with you? I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Ben. Like, we get why they wrote that in your script. Don't give me that garbage. <laughs> I was upset at that. But, yeah, I think they fix the pillars. They go forward, and DC can actually go on the up. Mm-hmm. If they start, like, having Matthew Vaughn, who did Kingsman. So good. Have you oh, seen man. Kingsman? Yes, I've seen Kingsman. He's done Excellent. Kingsman, and he's doing the second one. He did X-Men First Class. Again, very good. Oh, my gosh. He I did Kick-Ass 1 and 2. I love Hey, they're funny yes. movies. Like, I didn't see are, those. Those are very fun. They do a good job of bringing realism mm-hmm. to like, I want to fight crime like on like the street level, like Spider-Man and stuff. And you go trying to stop people and they're breaking your, cause you're like every average everyday people trying to stop. Yo, it was very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Internet, go see Hitman. It's very funny. But that, that director of those three mm-hmm. giving, getting to direct someone with a big amount of superpowers and everything. I'm on board for that because yeah. he can be, he can bring a grounded sense to Superman that I think a lot of people a lot of people don't like Superman because he's very I love Superman I love him too I love Superman too yeah but, but, and but I'm I think hearing the criticism you're saying. the criticism is Superman's very he's got everything yeah he can fly he's got super strength he's got the it's heat the same prison, thing with Thor like the criticism like there's so god like there's so much god he's got too above. much yeah yeah everyone's like attracted to Batman. In the last, like, you know, ever since Christopher Nolan, which he did a great run mm-hmm. with Batman, it's like, Batman, Batman, why does he do that? Because he's Batman. You know that, like, and yeah. I'm like, okay. Even in the Batman Lego movie, did y'all see that? Yeah, because I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand it, but, like, for me, like, think logically. I, I try to think logically sometimes. I'm like, listen, Batman's a good detective. Batman's great. He doesn't hold a candle to Superman. No way. Let's be honest. No Let's yeah. let's be or any or Wonder Woman. Let's be honest. Batman is great detective, great fighter, and he has great like, story. Great story, and he's on a moral like compass. He's on moral compass. He's on a moral fence. Uh-huh. If Superman was on a moral fence, Batman wouldn't exist. Uh-huh. He would if he got frustrated at Batman, he would like click him in the nose, and Batman would fly, you know, across and die. the continent and die. Yeah, like that's like people forget like Superman because he's. Born and raised in Kansas. And because he's American like that, he holds to like that strong value system, old school American value system yeah. that 
we don't have anymore. So a lot of people don't like Superman because they're like, oh, he's too old-fashioned. And listen, if Superman got frustrated at everyone and just had one really bad day, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's game over for the entire world. That's why world. Batman has, like, contingency plans for Superman because he understands, listen, if Superman ever went crazy, we'd all die. Yeah, he's way too powerful. So, yeah. Which reminds me of that, um, I think it was, you are talking about earlier. Injustice. The, the comic or yeah, something. Yeah, Injustice, yeah. When, um, what happened? Oh, when they were fighting the Joker. Yeah, and the Joker. And then Superman got mad. Spoilers. Because he, and, okay, I'm not going to say what happened, but you yeah. know, he got mad. He, he got mad and created a regime. and Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, that just makes me wonder. I would how, love to see that in the movie. How so, yeah, That's what I was, I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. I want to see them bring out that side of Superman, like the the bad day Superman. Yeah. Not the goody, you know, wishy-washy. I'm going to do the white, Squeaky I'm going to do the right thing, but, you know. It's going to take me a while to get there. Yeah. I want to see him lose his mind mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. Internet, if you haven't seen or heard of the Injustice storyline, go look up the Injustice storyline. It's basically Superman's worst day and then follows what happens afterward. It's very good. Um, yeah, the reason why the reason why Batman got pushed or Aquaman got pushed back to 2020 mm-hmm. is because Sony's doing a Venom movie. In 2018. Venom. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep making up cool jingles for everything we say. Don't ever stop. Venom movie. I won't. They already Good. have a date, too. Good. Are they bringing back Tover Grace? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you I, mean, man? I hope not. <laughs> He's the greatest. What did he say? What did he... What did he... He said a very terribly, oh like... With adult implications line in Spider-Man 3. I like being bad. Is it that one? That it was one of those. And it was, no, when he captured Mary Jane in his Venom web. Uh-huh. And he was like, uh, my spider senses are tingling, if you know what I mean. When oh, he was like holding Mary gosh. Jane. And I, <laughs> I, I don't even remember that. <laughs> Topher Grace is a good actor in other things. Really? <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Okay. He's an eh actor in many other things. He's okay. He was trash. Poochie's trash <laughs> Poo- Venom. Poochie's trash. So it all depends on who they get to play Venom. I'm kind of nervous that they already have a date. Now, granted, I don't know who's directing. I don't know the story. They didn't give us that information. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they don't. The fact that they're all like, listen, it's coming next year. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting you guys to have all this information because... You're telling me the movie's coming already next year. It means you're shooting a lot already in 2017. You've got the script done. You're doing, like, editing. That's what that means. That means it's coming. And when is the um, Spider-Man movie coming out? July 7th this year. Okay. Great. Because I'm ready. And that's my birth month. So. When's your birthday? July 15th. Oh, that's right. Mine's July 14th. I remember yep. having this conversation. We're going to go see Homecoming. So. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Um, Venom. I guess I'm excited. I don't know. Honestly, I think if if Spider Man Homecoming is good as good as I think it's gonna be, oh, it's gonna be fantastic. I I, I have a feeling because audience, my favorite superhero of all time, superhero. Say it one time for of the people all time. in the back, homie. Spider Man, Spider Man, favorite, absolute favorite. Right Number behind Spider Man is Batman. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I just really love Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Where are the hostages? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But Spider-Man is my ultimate all-time favorite superhero of all time. Now, with that being said, I honestly think they're going to do a really amazing job with this Homecoming movie. Tom Holland looks amazing. And if for they the set, if if I if they do what I think they're going to do, which is set up 
Venom in the Spider-Man movie, that'd be fantastic. Oh my goodness. I'd, I'd probably lose my mind in the theater if that <laughs> happened. Like, I'd be flipping seats and filling people out of their seats and be like, oh my god! That's so rude. <laughs> it's not rude Ooh, when you're this excited. Michael Keaton looks like a great vulture. Michael in, Keaton? Uh, yeah. Have you seen the trailer for Homecoming? No. Oh, my pants. <laughs> and give. Anyway, go see the trailer. <laughs> Michael Keaton is playing Birdman. I mean Birdman. He's playing Vulture. <laughs> <laughs> but he played He Bird was Man. in Birdman, <laughs> the movie. I'm like, That's who's right. Birdman? A, he's a giant pigeon. He's, <laughs> he played, he's playing Vulture. Okay. Basically, an older, angrier Birdman who is a villain. Okay. Also played Batman. Yeah. So he's come like full circle. He's played for DC. He's played for DC and Marvel. Okay. Full circle. Um, he can do, do it you, all. How do you feel about Venom? He's, Venom movie. I love it. Love it. I love the character Venom. Mm-hmm. I I remember in the old Spider-Man uh, TV show, mm-hmm. the old, old one. Venom's massive. I, yeah, and I yes. love... Topher Grace. <laughs> 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 this skinny, like, white guy. And I'm like, in my mind, like, the old, like you said, the old Venom... The old comics, you know, Venom or Eddie Brock worked for what was the name of the Daily, Daily Bugle, Bugle. Mm-hmm. or is that no Daily Planet Superman Daily Bugle Daily Bugle you got it um, worked for Daily Bugle and Peter Parker like got him fired or whatever and he hated Peter Parker mm-hmm. but Venom he's like Eddie Brock's like a mini Dwayne the Rock John like he's this giant Huge. ripped guy yeah. yeah and there's like scenes where he's like lifting like benching and there's like pictures of spider-man behind him like hey peter parker wow yeah and he's like he's massive and then the symbiote finds him and then you know venom's got this rate it's not this skinny guy hey that's that's you know what they nailed it though what about the rock playing venom you know what they could do remember how they did um in uh captain america Mm -hmm. whenever he was in the the army and he was like really but they yeah and they because I mean, well, he was he already big. like buff, but they made yeah, him look yeah, skinny. Yeah. That it was looked, a really cool got, effect. Yeah, but it looked terrible. You could tell it was. I mean, real. you could tell, well, but the, but it was also only like ten minutes. Of yeah, ending. yeah, yeah. Like they photoshopped but the entire. They got, <laughs> they got some like really buff actor to be Venom, but then they kind of like you know CGI'd him a little bit, made him look a little mm-hmm. skinny, and then whenever he starts to like really you know become Venom and everything, massive like Hulk arms and everything, just yeah. like. I just I'd, internet I'd like to see that fan cast Venom for us. Let us know who wants to be. Who do you think should be Venom? Hit us up on Twitter. John Cena. Please no. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter <laughs> at ent underscore exchange. I I would hate you forever. John Cena. What I hope is they introduce Carnage. That's what I'm Ooh. hoping mm-hmm. for the oh Venom movie. Yeah. But we need a good. You need someone to play a good crazy for Carnage because Carnage. Cletus Cassidy, who's the guy, the symbiote found him in an insane asylum mm-hmm. because he had killed people. Like, he's crazy. And the symbiote find him. And he's ten times crazier than Venom. He's more powerful. He's stronger. He's messed up mentally. Are they the same age? Him and Venom? And of Spider-Man? Or is he Not, older? I mean, I think he's an older. He's an, like, older, like, 40s. Okay. But, like, he causes Spider-Man the most trouble because... He's not averse to just slicing people down the sidewalk. Is he? Like, he's, like, mentally messed up. Okay. They need to bring R-rated movie. Yeah. Venom in a Carnage movie? Give us something where Venom turns into, like, he has that Punisher-type moment of, like, do I do right? Mm-hmm. Do I do wrong? Like, am I on that moral fence? Maybe. We'll see. I want them to bring in Carnage. Steve, i got to ask you one question. Shoot. Because talking about Carnage. Yeah. Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy who, um... 
who uh, the arrow locks up on the island that he got. Um, That's Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah. That yeah. guy. He well, plays a good Deathstroke, though. Oh, he's yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah, Deathstroke. he's amazing. He's a perfect Deathstroke. Slade? And he was in um, he was in another Slade. show before that that I really no, liked no, no, him the in. Real, the oh, actor, the actor? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he was in another show before that that I really liked him in. I just can't remember what it was. He's Australian, I think, the actor. Yeah. But, Internet, give us that guy's name, please. He might make a really good Carnage. Yeah. Because I think he could play that really, like, yeah. I'm split. Like, he could be, like, really crazy. Oh, and absolutely. Like, lose his mind, like, yeah. in the middle of the street if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'd play a really good Carnage. I agree. That's I'm great. I, I didn't I'm think of that. Still. That's really good. So, Keeve, I don't want to read this one. Can you read it? Because it'll make me sad. Making you sad? The next topic, yeah. All right, we got Chris Evans. <sighs> Captain America says he's leaving. He doesn't well, he want. He may leave. He may leave. He may. That's true. That's true. It's not for sure. Uh, he may leave the franchise. I think after uh, what it, is it? One more movie, or is he done? Or is he saying he's, after he might Phase be done? Three, Phase which three. is like Infinity War, Infinity War, which I think they may kill one. him in Infinity War. I think they're going to kill off. Does Cap. Cap die in the in the comics? Cap. I mean, Cap has died, and everyone has died. Everyone has died okay. twenty times. Right. Um, but like Sam Wilson, who is Falcon, has become Captain America while. Steve is like being injured. So Anthony Mackie could be the new he Captain be, America. Also, Bucky Barnes has been Captain America. Who Ooh. actually Bucky? I'd much rather have Bucky Barnes. Bucky, be Captain America. The act Sebastian Stan, yeah. the actor that plays Bucky, was originally considered for the role yep. of, Captain, of America. Captain America. So that would kind of work. Fun mm. fact, internet. Yeah, I don't want it to be true, but I think it is true. I think Chris is going to be done. He's done First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil, Civil War. War, Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron. He's the, and then he'll do two Infinity Wars. So that's six movies. And the two Captain Americas, too. Oh, you said yeah. Soldier. Yeah. That's six movies. Jeez. Um, same thing with, like, Robert Downey Jr. He's going to be done after Infinity War. Man. He's been in three, four, five, six movies. Wow. Six, you know, Marvel movies. Since, <laughs> since 08, man. Which is which is 08 crazy. was the year. 08 was that year, though. Yeah. Who, just because we did this for Venom, who mm-hmm. do you think would be a good that's Captain hard. America? I have a list. You do? Yeah. See, here's All the right. thing. Like we said, we said last, or people who, like, are the specific role. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans is Captain America. Absolutely. Yeah. The he closest was I can great. see is Bucky, the next person doing yeah. it. But it's Chris, Chris Evans is Captain America. When he was holding the, the helicopter and the and the pad. Oh, yes. dude, his arm. bigger than my head. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? That's it. I ain't going to hit the gym no more because <laughs> there's no point in me he trying to do that. Yeah. I don't. Who do you think could be Captain okay. America? Okay, this is good. This is because number one, I've got three. I've got okay. three people. Number one, did you pick Bucky for any of those? No. Okay. And I was oh, going sweet. to, I'm ready. but I didn't. Okay. Do you have, did you guys ever watch Smallville? Yes. Remember Tom Welling that played Clark Kent? Yeah, bro. That's not a bad choice. He looks like Captain. Like he looks like that Superman, Captain America. That's not that strong chin, jawline type of. Person. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad choice. I, I like that. Super chin. Number two. Do you guys know who Jensen? Ackles is? I think that's his that's how you say his name. What was he in? Supernatural. Oh, the which brother is it? Not Sammy, not the not the long haired guy, but the, the other one. Dean. Oh, Dean, Dean okay, Winchester. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He looks like Captain America a little okay. bit. He right? could do a Captain He kinda looks like Chris Evans. He'd be a, a, he a, shave, shave, yeah. He'd be a more like dry humor Captain yeah. America. But he's he's got that funny oh yeah, yeah. he's Captain America. He needs America's to shave and he needs to bulk up a little bit. Yeah, bulk up a little bit. Hit the gym. Number three. And don't laugh, because I really think this could work. <laughs> How'd you know, man? No, not Topher Grace. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta save America. <laughs> no. Adrian. 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 Okay. John Krasinski. 
as Captain uh, America. He looks like Captain America. Yo, for no. a second, I thought you were about to say John Cena. Yeah, I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were serious. John Cena, wouldn't, if he could act, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be bad. John Krasinski is a no for me. Really? Because one, he's always Jim from The Office. Yeah. There's no way yeah. Jim did, did y'all see uh, SEAL, uh, SEAL Team 6? Uh, no, 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 13 hours. 13 yeah, yeah, hours. He was great in that. He was amazing. He was in that. Yeah. He's not the person I see to carry a shield around, though. Yeah. He could be a... He looks uh, like a Captain America, uh, though, like just uh, physically. His face, he looks like the... Poster boy for he looks like what Marvel character am I thinking of? He looks like a Nick Fury. He could pull a Nick Fury like old school Nick Fury, like the white Nick Fury. Okay. There's no not the black Nick Fury now. The old school Nick. Yeah, Fury you said Nick white. Fury. Sorry, I think Sam, Sam Jackson. I'm like I don't see it. Nick Fury was someone with guns and was like an agent. <laughs> There's no was resemblance that a, Was there. that because he's black? <laughs> well, Sam Jackson's like sixty. <laughs> oh, okay. He's there still killing it though. Of course, he's and the best. Speaking of Sam Jackson, he wants a role in John Wick 3. Oh, he's like, yes. He's like oh made it goodness. known. Those are the movies he should be in. He said, I don't want to see him in Star Wars. That yeah, is what he needs to be doing. And, if, and if, he was in, if he was in John Wick 3, he needs to be the same kind of character he was in uh, Kingsman with the lisp. That'd be yeah. great. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I don't like the sight of blood. <laughs> he was awesome in Kingsman. He was awesome in Kingsman. Internet go, internet go see Kingsman. It was great. Please. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be in the... It's studio. rated R, though, so... Spoilers. Did he die in Kingsman? Who? Simon Jackson? Yeah. yeah, he was the bad guy. How did he die? I think they exploded the room that That's he was right. in at the end. Okay, I was yeah, like, yeah. I hope he's in a second where he's eating, like, uh, McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great role. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, what's next? Oh, we already talked about Matthew Vaughn. Dunkirk. It's PG-13. Yeah. In my opinion, I wanted it to be R. Uh, I wanted it to be of course, an R it's a war movie. War movie. Okay. Before we keep going, go in. Yeah. For those of you in the audience who are like me and have no idea what this is, can you please explain? Dave, Dave? I'll, I'll do it. So Dunkirk is uh, is a movie that's coming out. I think it's this year, right? This year, directed by Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. based on like an event that happened in World War II, like of an evacuation. Okay. I think the Germans were attacking. I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly the story. Internet fact check us, please. Give us, but they're on, they're all on the information a beach. so we can send it to Wayne, to Wayne. And the Germans please. are attacking and they're evacuating. They have to. I think it's something like that. I don't know exactly they're, the story. They're attacking wave after wave after wave, and they wave get... after wave. <laughs> <laughs> wave after wave. Stop. I love you, Wayne. They're attacking the best, constantly, and they're try- and the good guys are trying to get people out as the waves are hitting them. And okay. it's a very like intense story, and like Tom Hardy's in it. Oh, yeah. Because Tom Hardy, it's Christopher yes. Nolan movie, he's like, yo, Tom Hardy, uh, Cillian Murphy, who played Scarecrow, uh-huh. he's in it. Yes. Like, a bunch of good actors, and Harry mm-hmm. Styles, for some reason, is in it. Yeah, what? I saw that. Now, he doesn't look like One Direction Harry Styles, though. He looks like actor Harry Styles. If he's like, an he actor, like he shaved his head then? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I saw him, I was like... I won't judge too quickly. I was like, don't lie to me. That's Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah, like, Don't try to hide it. You were like a in haircut. a boy band, boy. <laughs> yeah. But it's rated PG-13. It came out that the rating is PG-13. But it's not ex- – I mean, it is a war movie, but it's not like two armies going Hacksaw at Ridge. it. Yeah, it's like one, when they're evacuating and then they're getting attacked. I okay. wanted it to be R so I could see – From what you guys are saying, I feel like it should be R. Yeah, I do too. I do it too. It could be. I That's do. That's the thing. It could be either or. Yeah. Maybe it's just like when you watch it, it's going to be on the line of PG-13 and R, be. and they just moved it to PG-13. And it also – you know, PG-13 – more audience. That's of course, thing. of like, course. That's the main thing yeah. with these guys. They want more money. They're so gonna they be a really. People. It's gonna be a really edgy PG thirteen. Where it's like you could have really made this R if you wanted yeah. to, but you didn't. Which is a smart business move, like you said. More I people think, will go yeah, see it. I think that's what they're and because the story is real. I think they want more people to understand the story and yeah. get it out there. And it's like, hey, this actually happened. Like this is not 
a story we're making up and all the good parents out there i say good parents <laughs> who don't let their kids see deadpool and stuff like, <laughs> oh gosh all the good parents will see like hey that's pg-13 my kid's like 15 i want him to learn about this you know learn about it at home and then watch the reenactment yeah sure you know? that'd but, be great yeah and if anyone can do it and make it look good it's chris nolan he's yeah history chris nolan he's the man speaking of chris nolan just one last thing on chris nolan if if you have not seen memento Please go see Memento. I haven't seen Memento. What? I haven't seen Memento. Who? I literally haven't seen. I was just copying what Gabe said because I know haven't seen it. It was good. About? I was like, oh, did I speak again? And then did I didn't because it was you. But Do you know it's what good. it's about? No. Okay. No. I'm not. This is no spoiler alert. This is nothing to tell about the story. I'm just telling you how the movie is. The movie takes place backwards. Oh, wow. The whole movie. Huh. Not like moving people backwards, but... So and, they speak in backwards too? No, no. Because that'd be it's, confusing. It'd be confusing. It's end, middle, beginning. Oh wow! Okay. Story wise, hmm. like it's like young. It's like Christopher Nolan's one of his first movies blows people's minds because wow. it's it was very good. Hmm. So go see that. Internet. I'll see it. I love Please Chris Nolan. Do. Inception was my second favorite movie. What was that? Is that, that was the the soundtrack for Inception. Okay, that was a good try. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. That's not a good try. Hey, we're going to end on a really good note, guys. Yeah. Margo, yeah. Anything with Margot Robbie is just hey. amazing. Okay, anyway, uh, Margot Robbie, she's from The Wolf of Wall Street and Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, if you didn't know, which you probably should know. She's a good actress. She is. Very good actress. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she's starring in Sony Pictures' Robin Hood spinoff, Marion. Marion. Maid Marion. Marion. Yeah, Maid Marion. Uh, they're definitely, because it's about female empowerment, they're not going to call her Maid Marion. She's going to be Marion okay. in the movie. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm betting that they're not going to say, hey, she's a maid. You know what I'm saying? It's Marion. Well, I don't think the term maid Marion in those times meant she's a, like the servant maid. Like, no, it like, meant mm. she was not made like a maid who cleans the room. Right. But it was someone who was a secondary. Like it was she was seen Is, as. Doesn't a maid mean that she's like a like a virgin that she's like she hasn't she hasn't uh, she's still pure. Exactly. In the time where like I the men owned. Meant. You know what I'm saying? In a time where, like, okay. women weren't seen as equals. Okay, okay, okay. And so this is going to be called Marion because this movie, like Wayne was saying, um, Robin Hood dies in it. Mm-hmm. And she has to take the mantle yep. and fight and lead her country. It's going to be called Marion so that oh, people yeah. know that she's not a second is that y- You're assuming that? That's is- what I'm assuming. Okay, so that's, these that's are my thoughts. Okay. Internet, this is my opinion. Um, but Sony's giving us Marion. Uh, she watches Robin Hood die and then takes the mantle and fight for the kingdom for, you know, steal from the rich. I don't know if she's going to steal from the rich, give to the poor. I'm thinking it'll be a little more of the same. I mean, yeah. she was trained by Robin Hood. So I think that, that'll that'll stick. I, I would much, here's the thing. I would much rather have the guy who direct Ruben Fleischer. I would much rather have him who directed Zombieland do Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and have Mel Gibson do Marion. I agree. I'd much oh, rather. Oh, milk! Oh, that's such a <laughs> good him, thought. A Braveheart, little, you know yes. what I'm saying? I'm on a roll right now, oh, David. Stop me, keep, internet! Stop keep me. talking. Don't um, don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. I would much rather see that. Mm-hmm. I think Mel could do a good Suicide Squad. He could do good anything, but yeah, but this was much more Braveheart level type of environment. He's more home. He knows the boundaries. He can push and stretch and all that. Yes, I want to see that because. Suicide Squad is a quirky movie. That's exactly what Zombieland is. Uh, 
R-rated. Oh my gosh, yet quirky. David. I'm on a roll. He's on fire. Stop me, internet. <laughs> cool me off. <laughs> Suicide Squad is so much like Zombieland. That's crazy. I totally see it. Yeah. Ruben Fleischer, if you're listening, thank you for listening. Yes. Subscribe. Please give us five stars. Yeah. Subscribe. We want you to do Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad too. Please do that. And then Mel Gibson. We definitely know you're listening because uh-huh. we love you, Mel. Of course. He's the best. Mel, you need to take on Marion. Okay? Give us a Game of Thrones like battle scene yeah. with like Marion leading the oh, troops. Oh, gosh. Yes. Give us a Braveheart, like, bring it up. Give us a Maid Marion, well, Marion, you know, killing people, mm. like chopping heads, man. That's, that's what I'm on board for. Internet, if you are interested in Marion, let us know. Instagram and Twitter. ENT underscore exchange on both. One more time. ENT underscore exchange. If you want to let us know who you think would best direct that movie, holla at us. Let us know how you feel. It's that time. It's that time. Superman's coming, apparently. That next special time. Wayne, it's time for the sports. Hey. Wizzy Wayne, you're back. It's your boy Wayne Wizzy Webb back on the mic. <laughs> Check one, two. Wizzy. With this, with Wizzy. the sports for the I day. I like the Wizzy now. I, yeah, it's, I guess it's growing. It, on it me. grows on you, doesn't yeah, it? Wayne, does. aka Wizzy. All right, whatever. Because <laughs> I'm not, because I'm not Wheezy. I'm Wizzy. Okay, let's keep, <laughs> let's keep, let's keep going. Internet, I apologize on on this on this podcast behalf for Wayne Webb. All right. First up on the on these topics for sports. Yeah. March Madness. Yes. yes. March Madness. My voice kind of cracked there. It was bad, too. Yeah, yeah, I went. didn't hear it, Wayne. It Puberty went March. Is. <laughs> March Madness. Madness. Anyway, March Madness is here. Uh-huh. Finally. Finally. Oh, my Let's goodness. Go. And as a person that hasn't really watched college basketball out throughout his life, this season I've really, really been keeping up with, you know, players and teams and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i'm actually really excited for march madness even though my brackets already busted both of them are which is it's day two everyone's I mean, is man. everyone's yeah. is, no everyone's one. is done there are like but, ninety thousand, yeah. i think perfect left out of the 20 some million that people mm-hmm. have filled yeah, out so it's not it's not looking don't feel good. bad i mean i always feel bad every year but this this year i feel especially bad because extra bad Extra I actually like try. <laughs> Usually, I just kind of pick. You know, huh? This team will upset this team. Whatever, you gotta go. Go. You should do just like and the what happened. What did the girls do a couple years ago? And they got like a couple thousand dollars. Fill out like what mascot you like the most. Oh no! That way. happened, and they got like a couple thousand dollars because they won. I, f- I think it was what? I think it was. Oh, God, it, 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 I think it was the year that Kansas won. That they were like, oh, the bird, like the Jayhawk, whatever. Like I like this bird over. Oh, he's whatever. cute. Yeah, yeah. Let's and they win. won. Just do one that, of those. That's things. exactly how. Okay, my aunt Shatera, if you're listening, that's exactly that's exactly how she picks her fantasy football team. Mm-hmm, like, by oh, okay. Aaron Foster had that really good year on the Texans. Yeah. She picked Aaron Foster. She's like, oh, he's cute. I'll put him on my team. Wow. And then he had like a breakout that's year. Honestly, how it, yeah, that's, that's really what funny. happens. Yeah. Shout out to my aunt for her. <laughs> she knows. She knows. You did a very good job that yeah. year in fantasy. <laughs> You probably I mean, beat Wayne a couple of times. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and she didn't even set her lineup. And she still beat me because Arian Foster just, like, tore up the NFL on, like, torn ACLs and everything. But anyway, oh, yeah. side March note. Madness, how you feeling, Geef? I'm loving it, man. I Mine's already busted, too. 
But uh, did you watch the first two like rounds or the first round? I think first round yeah. was finished yesterday. Yeah. I think second round starts today. I saw a couple. I saw a bunch. Of, I didn't see all of them. Obviously, there's with that 32 games, <laughs> six going on at one time. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> see what happened was. Yeah, yeah I'm not an see addict. What happened was I got but... one screen. <laughs> Come yeah. on, Comcast, help me out. But but yeah, I uh, my teams are my well. Are we seeing our winners right now? Are we waiting? Are we no, waiting? no, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. Do okay. final two if you want to. No, no, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. Okay, we'll wait. Okay. You want to do it next round or next podcast? No. You want to do it today? We're gonna do it today. Okay, we're gonna okay, do it just cool. a little bit later. Okay. All right. All right. But yeah, right. March Madness is lit. If you don't know what March Madness is, internet. March Madness is a time where people finally start caring about college basketball. It's a time. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's about a two week span it's, out of the year. It's a <laughs> section of your life. Yeah. Our, if we're honest. Um, there are hardcore fans of college basketball. We're not making fun of you. Because I and like there's watch, the rest of us. I like watching yeah. you know, you know yeah. college basketball. Then there's the rest of the world who can't really watch a Division three team play a Division one team and the score be 105 to 16. Like we can't watch. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't want to see that. <laughs> they won't. They'll score more than 16. That's pretty bad. I mean, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> but we can't watch that. So March Madness is a time where. The national tournament happens, and there are 68 now. I mm-hmm. It used to be 65. There are 68 64, teams. I think it's 64 because I think there were 32 games. What could be wrong. There's a lot of, there's a lot of <laughs> there's basketball 60-ish. teams. Yeah. Somewhere in the 60s. <laughs> at the same time, n- near the same regions, and it's like chaos, and people love it. Almost to the point where, like, it should be like a national holiday, like that Thursday when first game, the games first start. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, we should get off on work or whatever. And a lot of people are like, yeah, it should be a holiday. I'm like, no, because you don't care about basketball for the rest of the year. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like, And it would be every year. Like when you talk about the Olympics, yeah, that's ex- once every yeah. two or every four. four. Well, two. Because well, they two because they have the winner in this. Yeah. yeah. But it's the same thing. People are like, oh, the base, uh, the first day for baseball. Uh, I forget what it is. Opening, uh, opening day. day. Yeah. And I'm like, I understand what you're saying. People pay attention to baseball. Opening day. All-star. Normal people. Opening day. All star break playoffs. That's Ain't nobody watching all hundred. Yeah, people games already get the day off on the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, exactly. what more do you want? Exactly. So, well, just, I feel like it's on a Sunday. That's me. Why. Oh yeah, true. Right. <laughs> I thought y'all would. Catch I think that no. Thing. The Monday after care. the Super Bowl <laughs> should be. Don't even try and go to work, especially if your team lost. If you, you need time to calories still, you need time to grieve. And more. You need time to grieve. I think the, the, the team, team that wins, took. people should go to work, and then the rest of the nation. <laughs> yes. How do you? How do you police that? How do you show an ID? <laughs> like I like the Patriots, bro. But I'm a Houston fan. <laughs> yeah, how do you? Oh my like god! Yeah, like how do you ID that? Like <laughs> I'm a Patriots. Fan. If you're a, if you're a Houston fan, you get the whole playoffs off because you're just gonna be morning. You're already we're on basketball, and you're already <laughs> dang. Hey, I gotta get shots basketball. in whenever I can. We're on college basketball. <laughs> All right, what's next? Oh my goodness! Be respectful. Hey, if you guys haven't heard of the Ball Family, <laughs> you need to go onto your computer Peter right LeVar. now. Go to go to Google, Google and just search the Ball Family, or just Google Lavar Ball. Lavar Ball, yeah. You just this put Lavar, he'll come up. This family <laughs> is like famous. sports comedic gold. Like yeah. I mean, it's really the dad. He's just like says everything that comes to his mind. Like he doesn't have a filter. He's just like you know whatever. Yeah, Charles Barkley's poo. Boom. I'm gonna say it anyway. My son's better than Russell Westbrook. Boom. Steph yeah. Curry. And Steph Curry, and he can beat LeBron. Boom! I want yeah. a billion dollar shoe deal. But like he just says things. I'm better than Jordan. LeBron. Boom! Which yeah. was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's blasphemy right there. That is. I can beat Michael up. Jordan one on one. Like yeah, right. he could have, and then they're prime. <laughs> that was mm. yeah. Two point two. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So someone averaging two points a game, 
All right. Anyway, in college. Ball yeah. family. Um, their house got burglarized. Yeah. During who was yeah. it? Lamelo. It was doing Lamelo's. Lamelo and what's the other Leangelo. one? Their Leangelo. Playoff, one of their playoff. They games. both play for Chino, right? Yeah. They Chino's. both play for Chino Hills, and their house got burglarized. It didn't. Nothing got stolen, but it got burglarized. But they just went in there and just. Like baseball batting, yeah, and like broke a lot of stuff. Harley Quinn going in there and just <laughs> did they really? I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, it they was, went it was, in and broke. I don't know if like they used baseball bats, but I'm just stuff. saying. Oh wow! But they like they didn't take anything, but they went and broke some stuff and oh, left because wow. someone's like, I'm tired of that's my stuff. Probably what happened. Now, I'm. This is no way a good thing no. at all. It's never a good thing to break into anybody's house and do that. I don't care if how you feel. Okay. It's never a good thing to go into someone's house nope. and just break all their stuff. Nope. And I know that from firsthand because I've had my house broken into before when I was little. Mm-hmm. And they took my, uh, you know those big old water jugs you put coins in? Yeah. You, so I had one of those and I filled it to the top. I mean oh, the very no top way. to where like I was putting coins off on my dresser because it wouldn't fit what, what? in the water jug. Like the huge 12-gallon? Yeah, like the ones you turn over and Jeez, then you like have really? in the office. Oh, bro, those and, are yeah, huge. Yeah. I was filled full? it up. Yeah, with like coins and like one dollar bills and everything you probably had like a thousand dollars in there. oh yeah easy gone and then ouch someone broke our window i got home from school and i was like how Yo, long ago was this this was i don't know my brother wasn't born yet so okay a long time ago. it was either i was from the age of seven or below because okay. brandon was born when i was seven okay. shout out to brandon webb shout out to brandon webb, webb. <laughs> he sucks anyway <laughs> oh, <laughs> i'm kidding He's I okay. love him. he brought me a spurs cup so i can't be mad <laughs> i can't he be sucks. mad at all um, but anyway, yeah, so when I was little, house got burglarized. I took my stuff. So I'm I'm feeling what these guys are feeling right now because mm-hmm. I know how it feels. Even though they didn't take anything, just the fact that someone broke into your house yeah. where you're supposed to feel safe. That sense of is just security. Like, you know, what am I supposed to do now? Like, anybody can – like, if they did it, they didn't even take anything. What if someone wants to come in while we're home and they want to take something? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, that like, security is broken now. I know exactly – how these guys are feeling. What about you, Keith? Well, do you really want... I mean, I don't know, man. LeVar Ball looks like... Do you really want to mess with that? What is he, like, 6'7", 260? He's huge. Maybe he talks like this. Like, he's got a command a command of the voice. I'm yeah. Like, you want to like he looked, he looked. He looked... He made Marcellus Wiley look normal. <laughs> yeah. And Marcellus Wiley's huge. He's, he's a boy. big guy. I mean, he's a big dude. I, <laughs> Shout he, out to Sports Nation, my favorite sports show. Love you guys. Anyway. Keep going. After first take, though. No, first take a second. I'm okay. done with first take. You're done? No, I'm not done with it. You can't be done it's with like first third. take. It's like third. Third? Yeah, because Sports Nation. And then what's second? Sports Nation is fantastic. Sports Nation is one and two. Michelle Beadle. I like him. You are the greatest. Michelle, one of the greatest women. <laughs> one I'm, of the greatest I, women. Ever. I love Michelle. Like, you you do not understand. Like Michelle Beadle? Michelle Beadle is a goddess. If you're listening, Michelle Wayne really likes you. <laughs> you have a fan in me. He thinks you're very high on the uh, spectrum. <laughs> the, the spectrum very, of awesomeness. He thinks you're very high on the attractive spectrum. spectrum. I just got a billion dollar idea. You guys ready? What if they did crossovers for, like, what if first they crossed over to Undisputed and it was like Max and Stephen A versus Shannon Sharp and Skip? They, oh, my gosh. They would. It would be over. Oh, they'd my. They'd sell, like, goodness. their numbers would be through the roof. It'd be, yeah. It'd be nuts. Anyway, LeVar Ball, though. Yeah, yeah LeVar Ball. I, I love LeVar Ball. I do, too. Love him. Even the Michael Jordan thing, man. Yeah, it's crazy, obviously. What, what's wrong with you? No one's going to beat MJ1. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, he's Boy, <laughs> but Have you lost your mind? Because I helped you find I it. I helped you find <laughs> it. Good old Stanley. Shout out to the office. That's a... Oh, that's Stanley. Yeah, that's Stanley. Stanley. I just remembered. Boy, have you lost your mind? <laughs> Love the office. Keep anyway, going. Okay, but here's the thing. You have to... 
if you want to be great, you have to have that mentality of of uh, aspiring to the yeah. illogical or the un- unbelievable. You know, like I- I'm going to quote Will Smith again, but I do this a lot because Will Smith's the man. Shout out to Will. <laughs> He's like it was, and I, this isn't again. This is not verbatim, but he like Will Smith said, it's illogical to think that a human being can go into a piece of metal and it'll fly and take them somewhere across the ocean. And that was that's that was at one point in time illogical to think until the Wright brothers and others did it, and then. We got airplanes. It's illogical to think that a piece of plastic, if you move it up, a light is going to turn on. Until yeah, Edison mm-hmm. created, so that's illogical. If you want to get to that point of being great, you have to think illogically. You have to aim high. Now, this guy, I mean, he's at a point where he's. I was just about to say that. I was like, his, like, he's not. He's not going to beat MJ one on one. Man had his chance. He, right. He's not there anymore. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> he's, he's about he's gone. about thirty years too late. Yeah, yeah. But that the he's on the he's he has the right idea. He's just he, I think he's living pretty much through his kids right now, and he wants that deal. I you know it, that's that's a good thing what he's doing the billion dollar deal for the triple B. When his kids get to the NBA, if I don't know who said this, I think it, maybe it was Chris Broussard who said this. One some sportscaster said it, but if two even just two out of his three kids because they're all going to the NBA, we're all pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If two, even two out of, his, two out of his three. Yeah, yeah. Lonzo's going for sure. Yeah. And Leandro will go. The little one, he needs some defense. He needs yeah. to work on defense. And he needs to beef up. I mean, yeah. And yeah, and jacking up those threes, man. Yeah. I saw a couple of his games. He just Steph keeps. Curry, thank you yeah. for ruining the game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but if Steph even, Curry, I love you. Even, yeah, we all love you. If, even two out of the three make it to be superstars, he, he could He's got get, a good track record. He could get that billion-dollar deal for his shoes. Like, he could do that. So, I mean, you know. You love him or hate him. I love him. I think he's a, he's, he's he's a good dad. He's, I'm, and he's a good he's a, dad. He's a great yes, dad. I am, I am on the love him side, yeah. but I'm not as far as I was. And I'll tell you the one reason why. He's he's getting to the point where he's starting he's starting to say too much. I, I hear you. Now, one, it could be one. He has a pla- obviously he has a media platform like Sports Center, and he's starting <laughs> to get annoying. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people who say these things everywhere that don't have a platform like he does, mm-hmm. you know, and don't yeah. have a track record like he does. So they're yeah. going, my son's better than Steph Curry. Your son's eating glue. Like, don't <laughs> like, like, don't lie to these people. You know what I'm saying? Don't lie. But he has, like, the track record of his son's being very good. Mm-hmm. But him using that and saying, my son's going to be better than Russell, we- Russell Westbrook. My son is going to, you know. You're drawing attention away from your sons, and you're putting it on you. On you. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, he was, te- you know, my son's going to be good. And it's like, like you said, um, Lonzo wasn't playing well. I think that gave him like, hey, people are watching me. I need to play. And he's been playing really great. Mm-hmm. They played one game in the tournament, but he played very good last game. Mm-hmm. I think that's helping him. However, the more LeVar says things, the more the focus is now on him over his sons. Yeah. Because – the stories used to be Lonzo Ball's dad, whatever Leangelo's dad said some crazy things. Now it's Lavar Ball thinks he can beat Charles Barkley, one, and you've stopped paying attention to well, the Bar- Suns. Barkley's been Bar- Barkley's part to blame now, for yeah, that, Bar- oh, yeah. Barkley, because Barkley's answering know back at him. Barkley's got a big mouth, right? Yeah, you keep talking back and forth. If the guy's like, if he's a nobody, then why are you answering back? You're like, you're, you're giving yeah. him importance Charles Barkley by comes answering from that to that time where he can't like not say. He's like, oh, someone says something to me, you gotta say something uh-huh. back. I think if he can, if he stops or like tones it down, he's fine. If he keeps every week like, oh, I think my sons are going to be better than Reggie Miller. Oh, I think my. If he keeps adding a random player and starts saying things every week, then you need to stop. Yeah. Because you're then adding more pressure on your sons, especially your one son in the tournament who doesn't need that. 
right now. Mm-hmm. He needs to play basketball right yeah. now. He doesn't need to worry. What do you think? You what do you think your dad's <laughs> comments about Charles Barkley? He's I don't care. Like I'm trying to play basketball. I don't want to hear about that stuff right now. Well, the kids haven't said opinion. a word so That's far. What I'm saying they're going to start asking Lonzo as soon as he goes to the league. What do you think? What do you think the things that your dad said about you? Like that's only a matter of time before it happens. So I think he start. He's fine. He's starting to tote that edge for me mm. or hit that line where it's like, okay, you need to like, like you need to relax, dude. Like, come on. Yeah. What's next? Mayweather versus McGregor. Ooh, boy. I've been waiting Ooh, for this boy. moment. And waiting. And waiting. And we and will waiting. be more waiting because it won't happen for a while. But it's I don't know. I think they reserved the they, – Mayweather June. came out of retirement. It said June? I, he reserved some – I think it was the – Internet, some, fact check us, please. Get us more information. Some venue in Vegas for June. I think that's what they said. Now, if they're going to fight in June, I have no idea. But yeah. The fact that Mayweather reserved it for The June, fact that he came or, out of retirement yeah. and said, you know, I'm going to fight Connor. And Dana White came out saying it's probably going to happen. Because you can't pass up that money. That money. You know how, you know how this may be – now, I may be, like, putting it up to massive heights or whatever. This may be the biggest fight of all time since, like, Rumble in the Jungle. Since a Muhammad Ali, Sonny List, like, since those old school days where people actually boxed. And not just dance around for seven rounds. Yeah. Oh, please. Floyd, I'm looking at you. Please, not just Floyd, dance don't around dance. for seven 49 rounds. 49 and 0, though. You know, and then hit in one round and then get their money. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, it could be an actual fight. Like a brawl. It could be. Oh, Connor's going to bring it. Connor's going to Here's be the thing, throwing. Though. And the thing is, Mayweather can knock him out. Here's the thing, though. Okay, who do you think is going to win? McGregor. Who do you think is going to I, I don't know. Are you crazy? No. You think McGregor's no. going to beat yes. Mayweather in a boxing ring? Yes. No, 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 what is no, no, wrong no, no, with listen, you? Listen. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no, no. Let him speak, and then I'll tear him apart after he's done. Let me say this. Go. Give me your reasons why. I think I love Conor McGregor. All Everything he's done for UFC, all that stuff. Yep. The cockiness, the arrogance. Love it. Absolutely love it. He's a character. That's why I love That's why I love Ronda Rousey whenever she was winning before she took, you know, L's. After L. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ronda, I had to bring that up, but it's it's very relevant. You, you took L's. Anyway, here's the thing: if it goes down to the cards, Floyd, duh, because mm-hmm. he can't he can't knock out McGregor. Mm-hmm. McGregor comes from the UFC. Mm-hmm. It's it's already hard enough knocking people out in the UFC. Now you're giving padded gloves. He's not going to go down. No matter I'll, how I'll agree with that. Yeah, McGregor like that is relentless. Okay, and his endurance is crazy. He's gonna just come out swinging. Okay, I'll give him. How funny if he just came out and tackled? I'm dead. See, he's gonna come <laughs> out just, swinging. It's like a full, high kick him mount, in the head. Yeah, full mount and just takes him. <laughs> McGregor, once he finds his rhythm, once he finds his pace, because you know boxing is all about finding yourself in the ring mm-hmm. and everything. Once he finds that that inner peace or whatever, got that from a uh, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, yeah. inner peace. Inner peace. Anyway, go see Kung Fu Panda. Internet. That's a great Please. movie. All three of them are really good. Really yes. good. Once he finds that. I don't think Floyd stands a chance because all he's going to do is run. And if Floyd, I mean, not Floyd, if Connor can just like trap him a few times and just like land some body shots, land some, some head punches and everything, get him a little groggy. McGregor's got this. You're, you're, but yeah, yeah, but you're acting like Floyd is just some two rate boxer that, no, 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 do you I'm know not, how hard I'm it is to catch Floyd Mayweather with a punch? Floyd's like the best defensive no, boxer in why. the history no, of Floyd boxing. Floyd Mayweather is the best Run boxer. Defend, well, here's, you here's, say I run, I, I say defense. I don't call that defense. Here's I call that running from here's the fight. Here's why me and Geeve are on the same side, okay? I can't stand In him. a boxing match, this I'm sorry, it's Floyd. 
because no, of, yeah, because no, 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 no. that's like saying Floyd's going to beat Mayweather in an octagon. Saying, There's saying, no way. If you're saying in a boxing match, you're not going to give Connor a chance. No, 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 no. exactly. Because Connor has a Connor has a huge chance of beating Floyd. Saying. This is what we're saying. It can be a good fight, uh-huh. but the way that boxing is, don't hurt yourself. I'm getting chest pains. <laughs> <laughs> you need life alert. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I've fallen. And I can't get up. <laughs> um, because it is a boxing ring. Floyd is, Floyd is what, 43 and 0? 49 and 0. 49 and 0. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was wrong. 49 and 1. Floyd is 49 and 0 because, like you said, the defense run, it's a combination of both. He does not run. He does run. The style of boxing. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to call it running. Run in a boxing ring. I'm it's like, you, a, what is it, like an 8 by 8? Like, where are you going to run? I'll show you what he does. To the corner. I'll show you. And then leave. Floyd is Go to the next corner. Floyd early, 20. Something in O and down, Floyd was a power hitter, okay? Younger Floyd, uh-huh. okay? From 25 and O or 30 and O up, Floyd is a speed hitter. Now, uh-huh. Floyd, because his rounds, because they go 12, Floyd takes his time, which frustrates people who want to see good boxing, and understandably so, because like Floyd Pacquiao, we paid for boxing. Well, Pacquiao they, was injured in that. Pacquiao too. was injured, and they yeah. and they actually hit each other maybe three times mm-hmm. in the first round, and then they hit each other in the tenth round. Mm-hmm. You know, Floyd has mastered that style of he. Floyd is not a runner. Floyd moves. He's a he's a mobile boxer. That's what he does. He doesn't he doesn't stand. They, there's no more standing toe to toe in boxing. Like that doesn't. No, happen Rocky versus uh, what was it, the Ivan Drago is well, not, not going to yeah. happen. And not even like movie. Like there's no, there's no like Roy Jones Jr. anymore. There's yeah. no like like Roy Jones used to be my dude. There's yeah, no like boxing boxing anymore. It's Floyd plays the points, the judges, and he plays endurance. Floyd has some of the best endurance of any boxer period mm-hmm. yeah. because he knows how to jab, jab, roll around, jab, and he'll do that for three or four rounds. And it'll frustrate the opponent because the opponent knows he's putting up points. And so when the opponent goes, I need to go big hits and misses, that's when Floyd capitalizes. He's a smart boxer. I think that it all depends on how Connor trains. If, if, if Connor trains with endurance, they, they can both last to 12. I don't know if Connor could last to 12 right now because UFC is what, three to five? Yeah, if, it's a, if it's a championship it's bout, it's five. five. It's five. Yeah. If okay? it's not, it's three. And that's five but rounds. But M- McGregor's the champion right now, I think, right? Is he? I'm not. Did he be? Did they, I forgot what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, I think but, he went to and won. Boxing match is more than sure. twice as long as a UFC championship mm-hmm. match. But it's also less exhausting. Like UFC's less exhausting. got the wrestling. And now, the, here's the thing. Floyd wouldn't last two rounds in an octagon. No, and actually that's what I was going to ask Wayne. Let me Wayne, hypothetically, if Floyd and McGregor fought in an octagon, who would win? McGregor. Okay. What if I told you I thought Floyd would beat McGregor in the octagon? What would you tell me? Blasphemous. <laughs> okay, that, that's, a, it's a different, that's the exact it's same thing we're telling you right I know, now. I know, and I and by, you, for the record, I, I think McGregor would be Floyd and Octa. I'm not saying there's no way. Obviously, I'm just that's. I know. I know. I hear. I hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah. McGregor but what I'm saying, mission Floyd, and like probably the first round, he would rip in his a, arm off in a kimura or and a, like beat him with it. <laughs> He'd like whack him on the head like, or an arm bar. What you get? Or like he would. Floyd would be gone. It would be over. Yeah. But that's the but same. Floyd's been fighting in the boxing ring for. I mean, he's yeah. the defensive and, wizard. And he knows, like, he knows how he wants to fight. He gets the money that he wants to get. Like, it's because Floyd's been doing it for so long. Here's here's what I have to say. And I was listening to the first then, take, 
because I love Stephen A. Smith, love Max Kellerman, love Molly Q. Mm-hmm. Molly Stephen Q. A. Smith was talking Molly, about. Molly, if you're listening, we love you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Molly. you best one on the show anyway. <laughs> what was Get Stephen it. saying? Okay, Stephen A. Smith was saying that. He, I mean, he, he, him and Floyd have a really good connection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in no way is he going against Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. on this. But he's saying boxing is all about one punch. You're one punch away mm-hmm. from winning or losing. That's a good point. And if Connor can just connect, I mean, there's no telling what the man could do. Because he, he already has the power from, like, UFC. You see that man punch people in the UFC? Yeah. And they don't have boxing this is gloves a, This on. is a good point. He's one punch away. He's one punch away from knocking Floyd, Floyd out. Floyd knows that too. Of course. That's the problem is that if so it, I what, forget what the re, how much Connor's reach is. Connor need if he can get Floyd in a corner and get a flurry. Oh yeah. If it's a different story. The the chances of him getting Floyd in a corner He's though, just too good of a boxer. Like Floyd it, is too good of a of a mobile <clears throat> box. That's the thing. Like he's a veteran in the boxing ring. Nothing Connor will that's can do thing. will take Floyd by surprise. Plus, that's the being forty nine and zero. Yeah, man, you've seen a lot that's of tricks, m- right? You know every trick in the book. That's There's no the way problem. Connor can bring something like this. Gonna surprise. Floyd knows he can't be cornered. He no, knows Connor's got but, the knockout. But power. has Floyd ever fought a UFC fighter? No, that's another thing. No, but so you know, you never know. Connor could bring something now, that Floyd has never could be seen. A gimmick though, and what if Connor gets knocked? But the strength. Hey, bro. No if way. Connor, listen, listen, listen. That would listen, never happen. Listen, listen. If Connor gets knocked out, the I'm world done. Would if Connor done. gets knocked out, that's what if I'm saying. Connor gets like, oh, if Connor I goes in the finished. ring and Floyd hits him maybe twice and he stumbles and Floyd just like clocks him and it's over. Yeah. I'm done. Everyone. <gasps> The I can see my money. money. My money is gone. <laughs> like you can see your money just disappear. Eight hundred million dollars for, for like what? twelve seconds. Yeah, give him a Ronda Rousey fight. That that I I'm think is finished. more probable than happen than McGregor. I think it's more probable Floyd knocking out McGregor than McGregor winning the fight against Floyd. Here's the thing. In any way, I think that I think the only way it's the last thing we're going to say on it, and we're going to go to the next topic. I think McGregor. The only way McGregor wins. Is if he knocks out Floyd? Oh yeah, he that's has the only to. way he oh, wins. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. That is the only that is way. The he only way Connor, because he won't win the point. No. Depending on who's training him and teaching him how to like get six hits, back away, get four, back. You got to do that style of boxing now because that's what boxing is. If he gets a good round four or five and gets Floyd to stumble and actually attacks, because he's in UFC, he he attacks a lot. If mm-hmm. he can attack, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah, if he does not, or if he misses those chances, and it's a numbers game, Floyd is going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Floyd. Floyd wins judges. He wins judges because he knows how. Rightfully to play. so, though. He he plays points. He yeah. should win. I mean, because if because Floyd is the one who he he'll hit he'll jab you twice in the face, he'll hit you twice in the stomach, and then back away, and knows that those four hits register points. He may hook you once, but then jab four or five times and then back away. Mm-hmm. He's not someone that's like, oh, I'm going to knock you out right now. That's not who he is right now. Yeah. He knows how to play the points game. Mm. So I just want this to happen. Oh, yeah. It will. Like I said, it could be the fight of the century since the old school fights. Okay. That's all we're going to talk about. Floyd and Mayweather. Yeah. Internet, if you think Floyd is going to win or if you think McGregor's going to win, add us on Twitter, add us on Facebook. Don't let me down. At ENT underscore exchange. Wayne wants... McGregor to win. I'm I'm not a Floyd fan. I want McGregor to win, but it's more like you said. It's more likely that Floyd will win if it goes to the scorecards. I'm not a Floyd fan, <coughs> you know per se, because I'm a Pacquiao fan. I like Pacquiao. I'm I a, like the way Pacquiao fights, and I like Triple G. Ooh. I'm a oh Triple, Triple G is my G favorite is right now. Yeah, yes. he's a knockout expert. Because he yeah. he 
boxes. Yeah, he that's, fights. That's a different. That's boxing, he will boxing, box you. Man. He's not gonna run. He will literally stand there and say, "I'm gonna beat you." I like until Pacquiao, you submit, and I like Triple G. But my that's favorite, just a different style of boxing. You my know favorite of all time, Oscar De La Hoya. I love Oscar that. De La Hoya. I love Oscar De La Hoya. I meant Oscar, man. And we're getting old school boxing. Like that's just I miss mm-hmm. that boxing. D Wade, elbow fracture out for the season. D Wade is a player for the Chicago Bulls. In case some of you don't know Dwayne that, Dwayne Wade. It's, He's been on the decline. It's, it's sad. Like, can y'all sad. can y'all send me it's, some tissues, please? It really is. D Wade spam me tissues on my Twitter feed, please. Like new fans of the NBA or fans in the past five mm-hmm. six years don't know how when he good was when he was Flash. This guy he was really was Flash D Wade. Yeah, <laughs> D Wade was, was one of the best guards. Yeah, and then like ever since he had to, like drain his knees, every like it it went he went downhill fast, injury prone. Yeah, and it's it's a shame to see him like this because. Him, it's it's. I don't want him. I don't want it to turn into a Kobe where he's injured three years in a row. Or no, people are feeling sorry for him, and no, yeah, and it, that wouldn't happen anyway because he's with the Bulls now, and yeah. the Bull he doesn't have a history with the yeah. Bulls, so not really. Unless when he went I, back to the Heat. When I want to remind myself of old D Wade highlights, I remember when it, he dunked on Verizal and stepped over him mm-hmm. when Verizal was on the Cavs. There's that one, and then just watch the the 08 Beijing uh, Olympics men's basketball. Oh, watch those wow. highlights, internet. And watch him throw lobs to uh, LeBron and Kobe mm. and Dwight. And then I watch, as much as I didn't like that team, I watch, like, the 2012 Heat. And I watch him, like, when they were playing in L.A. and he threw it off the backboard to LeBron behind him. Mm. And he didn't even know. And they dunked yeah. I'm like, I miss Dwayne Wade, Dwayne man. Yeah. Jeez. It's going to be a D-Wade, if you're listening, we love season. you. Yes. Man, come back. Healthy. Go back to the Heat. You need to be with He'll the Heat. He'll retire with the Heat. He but should. He he doesn't need to be on the Bulls. The, the Bulls Heat, well, are the terrible. Heat didn't respect him enough to give him that contract you know, that you know that that he, he had earned. Yeah, that he had earned. Oh for yeah, yeah. Ten plus years getting him that ring with Shaq. Like they didn't, you know. The ring with Shaq, the two with LeBron. Yeah, so mm. that's right. D Wade's got three rings. He's three times. Oh man, D Wade, three rings. <laughs> three rings, baby. Uh, what's next, Wayne? D Wade, if you're listening, thank you for the subscription. Thank you for the five stars. You're the man. We love you, man. Get better. Thank you for being D Wade. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Seriously. Next, the Cavs. Hey. I don't like talking about the Cavs. The Cavs, we in here. Anyway, the Cavs, <laughs> specifically LeBron, uh huh, shining the bat signal in the <laughs> NBA sky and calling the Super Friends. <laughs> that's what, really funny. <laughs> what are we doing? Can you not love that? Though? <laughs> what are we doing? I think, I think it's funny. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, this is awesome. I just laugh at it. Well, what are we doing? <laughs> Emerging superheroes in basketball, man. I, That's I, like the best. I think it's funny that, like, it's legitimately, man, we need some playmakers. <laughs> Darren Williams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Immediately. Man, we need some big men. Andrew Bogut uh-huh. breaks his leg. Man, we still need big men. Larry Sanders <laughs> yeah. coming out of, like, semi-retirement. But, like, <laughs> like it's... <laughs> We need some playmakers. Kyle Korver. Yeah, we need a shooter. Kyle Korver. It's it's hilarious. LeBron is player, coach, GM. Everything. Owner. He he is the Cavs. I think it's just hilarious. I'm going to reiterate my question. What are we doing? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's fun. When I look at it, I'm like, I don't remember stuff like this happening. Like, ever. Like, in in the past? No. No way. Never. No. From watching basketball from the 90s all the way up to 2017, I do not recall this happening well and that's i think that's the biggest knock on lebron is that old school and that's why he'll I, in my opinion and i lebron is top two 
Like, even now, he's the second greatest ever. But he'll never be MJ because MJ never had to do that. Yeah. MJ oh, yeah. always he, had his dudes. MJ said, I'm he rode and he died with, with Pippen, with Rodman. I mean, those were his guys. He was never, oh, we need more help. We need more people. And if you ever saw MJ play, I, people are going to say, well, he never played against as good of a team as the super team against the Warriors. You think MJ would have cared? No, he would like, oh, no. Come here. Let, let me show you something. He would have taken Curry's head again. off. Oh, it, it would have <laughs> been over. It would have <laughs> been over. Jumpers get to, we'll get to Curry. That's MJ. Um, so, And that's the biggest knock on LeBron. But it is funny, though. I think it's funny. And it's on, on LeBron's side, though. Like you said, the fact that the super team that is the Warriors – that was the Cavs the need, honestly, because Le- LeBron is so good of a player that when when the Warriors won two years ago, the, it took them six games, six. and it was LeBron and Della Vadova. Yeah, mm-hmm. and LeBron, Kyrie, them, and Love. Yeah. Was, were LeBron both took them to six games with Della Vadova yeah. as his other team, <laughs> as his <laughs> which is, sidekick. Yeah, Delly, which is nuts. And Della Vadova was diving at anger. He was like, "I got to yeah. do anything. <laughs> I got to play out. hard." And he took them to six. And you look at I think it's I think it's a result of KD you know joining the Warriors. It's LeBron's looking at that and be like, okay, I've got Kyrie. Jr. literally just shoots it whenever, <laughs> whenever he wants. Backboard top, he just shoots it whenever Shumpert. he wants. Shumpert's good. The Shump, the Iman, and I th- I think it's a result of that because a lot of teams are. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. But it's switching the stock because, like I said, switching that style of. Which is why the the boogie and the and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis I think is important to watch because there's no big men play bat there's no kick it inside style of basketball it's declining mm-hmm. as opposed to the running yes. gun yeah, yeah run and gun get yourself four guards Wayne kicking tables over here My get bad. yourself four <laughs> guards so you can you know take as many three pointers as you need there, there's no kick it inside to Anthony Davis. DeMarcus Cousins, there's no kicking inside. Because all of these, like, remember Big Z from uh, the Cavaliers? Zydrunas Ogalskis, and back when Shaq was like, oh, they used gosh. to kick oh, it yeah. him, you know. Ogalskis. There's no, there's no more of that. Spell Ogalskis. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Sidebar, it was straight up disrespectful as a Spurs fan. To try to compare Boogie and Anthony Davis to Tim Duncan no. and David Robinson because people were doing no. That. They were no like, way. "Is this the new Twin Tower or Two Towers?" I said, you "What? Better, you maybe one? Maybe one day? Not what right now? No what are you? Yeah, what no. tarnation? What tarnation are you doing? No way. That I saw that because ESPN them. said that. And I was like, "Let me go through everybody in your front office and give you a, <laughs> give you a backhand." Yeah, because none of y'all watched. Basketball. <laughs> Apparently, none of y'all watched the basketball back then. But uh, I, you, like I said, I think it's funny. I, I want to see how it plays out. Because it could come back to bite them <laughs> in forms of, like, team chemistry-wise, just adding pieces, adding pieces, yeah. and not everybody be on the same page. It could come back to bite them. We don't know. I've heard there have been little minor scuffles within the yeah, Cavs. You know. Well, the they've been losing thing. a lot lately. That's the same thing with the Warriors, too, though. Apparently, like, right now. And they've been losing we'll, a lot lately, too. We'll, we'll get to the Warriors. A lot of that has been, like, yeah. So, <laughs> I think it's – I love it. I think it's hilarious. It makes for good TV. It does. Yeah. It makes for great TV. Let's look at LeVar Ball. Good it TV. It makes for good yeah. TV. Yeah. Making it a little that interesting. Man, you imagine if he got his own reality show? He probably is. He probably, he's he probably, probably is. Talk Chasing LeVar. That's what it's going to be called. Wait, what? Chasing Ch- LeVar. Chasing LeVar. ESPN, if you want a show writer or show content creator, we got Gee Banny over here. He does math. Math. <laughs> he does a lot of math. <laughs> he does a lot of math. Latavius Murray goes to the Vikings. That's oh, my gosh. So what does that mean for AP? That's interesting. 
I like Latavius Murray. I, I see do his too. like piece about how he's not trying to. He came replace. out with an open letter and was mm-hmm. like, "I I don't want to replace AP because he mm-hmm. well because he can't. Well, he can't. But he does he want the he does he want the same number? or Is he changing it? No. Oh, because that's what it was. It was something about like he's he's twenty eight and he came and he was like, "I'm not here <laughs> to tarnish or any of that." I think it's a smart see. move by him. Yeah. though. I have I have three names that I want to bring up. One of them we already mentioned: Latavius Murray going to the Vikings. Uh huh. Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy. Where did he see to the Seahawks? I don't understand that. Listen, I don't. I don't get it. Eddie Lacy going to the Seahawks. That's their, I guess, trying to get beast mode back. Yeah. They need a big runner like Mar- but they have Marshawn wasn't. Royce, who's good, and they have Thomas Rawls, who is good. Like, oh they yeah, have a good back. Thomas, field. I called Thomas Rawls beast mode junior. Yeah, because whenever you had um, Rawls really and pro, Lynch, though. I think yeah, yeah they played the on the same team. He gets injured a lot. Yeah, he does. Now listen, and it's because of that style. This of is running. this mm-hmm. is something I was um, in Conroe visiting my grandparents the other day. It was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we were in this little activity center that had ESPN on. And it was just like this random little thing that Coast to Coast was talking about, Kerry Champion. Yeah. The Raiders yeah. are contacting Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. And Beast Mode Senior. Him. Beast Mode Senior. They're contacting Beast Mode Senior yep. to bring him out. Of, I was like, no way. That's interesting. And he almost he, came out of retirement last year. I think yeah. Shafter said that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Now, here's the thing, though. He's still part of the Seahawks. Yeah, the they Seahawks still have, would his... have to trade him or – Cut him cut so him. the yep. Raiders can pick him up. But can you imagine? Now here's the thing: Marshawn's loving life too much. Yeah, to, I think you see him like riding monster life. trucks and like crushing cars yeah. and like playing he was video on, games he was on Conan. Man versus Wild. Like he's yeah. he's enjoying it. I don't know, man. Now it all depends on how much money they can flash. Yeah, out. and he's an Oakland boy. Exactly. That's another. That's he's a, a hometown. hometown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you compare Derek Carr with, ooh. <laughs> And they just, oh they just picked gosh. up another receiver. I forgot. Did they? The Raiders picked up another receiver. I didn't, I didn't see that. Um, the, if you compare Derek Carr with Marshawn Lynch. Beast Mode and ACDC. Yeah, and Amari Cooper and, you know. Oh, my goodness. I would love. That's what I said. Raiders. I, I, I think I, I, I would root for the Raiders. I would root just for, to see Mar, I, Marshawn. Even. I would. I would. Because I already love Derek Carr. Can you imagine how, like, how much more people would be at the Raiders game. Everybody would be ruined for the Raiders. Yeah. Everybody would because be ruined for the Raiders. Whole, like, you yeah. imagine how much more tickets they would sell. It would be like, over. Yeah. The jersey <clears throat> sales, like, even if he was there for a year. Yeah. Like, that would be... It would be crazy. No, I don't want this to become a more like a Chicago Bears when they had um, Bennett... Alshon yeah. and do nothing. And, uh, yeah, no, but Mar- Carr is not just, Cutler. But no, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't want this to happen. I don't want that to happen. In the second year in the league, he's way yeah, yeah. Cutler. First year in the I don't league, want yeah, that to player. happen because, I mean, that, that team was pretty stacked. Low they didn't go anywhere. No. Charles so want, Tillman was still there. Yeah, peanut, peanut, man. That's yeah. right. He was. Where do you think AP is going to end up? Oh, that was, I was just wanting to ask him. AP still wants the big money, though. Yeah. Like, he's asking for a big contract, and he doesn't understand, like, Nah, dude. Can There's I make no team? Out can there. I make a wild guess? Go. You gonna say Cowboys? No, no, no. no. Why would Why would he defeat them more? No, it's leave. Jerry Jones. Jerry no. Jones, because the Cowboys are worth six billion dollars, he can be like, yo, that would be no. the dumbest move. It's Jerry Jones, though. <laughs> like, I that would be everyone would be like, what? Why? What if he went to Green Bay <laughs> to replace Eddie Lacy? They just lost. I think Adrian That's Peterson is way better than Eddie Lacy. That's messed up, though, man. Him playing for the Vikings all those years and then going to Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, it happened with Brett Favre. It did. Why can't it happen the flip yeah. side? Yeah, <laughs> you true. know what I'm saying? But Brett Favre was mad at the Well, yeah, I guess that's true. That would be good. Dang, though. That'd be, that's a that would be good. I don't know. I, I forget how old AP is right now. 32. He's 32? Mm-hmm. Woo! That's, that's, in I running mean, back years, running that's back like years 70. And running, yeah. yeah, you got a walker already. That's what that means. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Here's the thing. I I, li- I loved Eddie Lacy running in Alabama. 
Uh, and then he just got injured in the too first much. couple seasons. Yeah, too much. And did you see at the Seahawks he was list- he was two hundred and sixty seven pounds. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's a bull. Like he's, that a, dude. he's a what's the he's a boulder. What's the, what's he's the, a boulder. The, the jump from uh, uh from Ghostbusters. Stay puff. The giant oh, yeah. <laughs> man. That's him. <laughs> they said two hundred sixty seven pounds. I doubled. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> 267 English, pounds? please. <laughs> Do you speak it? <laughs> How, like, why are you that big as a running back? That's He had a problem like that in Green Bay, too. They, yeah. I think that was part of his contract. Yeah. Was he, has to, he, had he has to stay to lose weight. under 235. Anytime there has to be a clause in your contract. You know you have a problem. <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. It, you know. Stop eating, boy. Golly. 200. Anyway. Oh, keep I eating, but that. eat chicken breast with. <laughs> Do some. Eat veggies. I don't know. Do something. Sweet potato. Give what's next. What is happening to the Warriors? We're going back to basketball. Hey. They were, they're one-dimensional. Hey. This is our last sports topic for the day. Here's my thing with the Warriors. What do you think? I think they're starting to find their groove back. I oh, had, yeah, yeah. I had thought in the past that the Spurs were going to catch them, and they were going to get the one seed. It's close right now. I think the Warriors are still in first place by, by a like— game and a half. Game and a half? Yeah, yeah. So it's close. Uh-huh. I— Oh man, that's just that's so tough. I I don't think the Spurs are going to catch them, and I I hope but, I hope they don't because mm-hmm. the Rockets are the third seed. That's mm-hmm. done. Like they're not going to reach second. They're mm-hmm. not going to get reached by Utah or whoever. So the Rockets Utah, are third. Jack. I can't believe they're in four. They're, they're floating, dude. I saw them beat. Who did they beat? The uh, did they beat the Thunder? Was it last week or, or the Cavs? No, they lost against the Thunder. They, beat they them. lost. That's right. Yeah, Russell Westbrook beat the and he's he's coming strong, man. Wow. But <clears throat> if Houston is third. If the Spurs are second, Houston's going to have to face San Antonio mm-hmm. in the Western Conference, Conference semifinals. Semis. If which is a Western Conference final matchup, which is how ridiculously stacked the West essentially, is. Essentially, yeah. it is. Like it's on, Rocket yeah. Spurs is sick, but I would rather the Rockets face the Spurs than the Rockets face the Golden State Warriors. Before, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want them facing the Warriors first and then the Spurs. I feel like the, the, the Warriors, death. <laughs> if they won, would be so – like they'd win in seven. And then by the time they got to the Spurs, they would lose in five because yeah. they would be done. If they played the Spurs first, I think the Rockets could beat the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. I think the Warriors – now, here's the thing. One, the only reason they lost – they won't beat the Sixers because the Sixers choked that game away. Because mm-hmm. the Sixers won by like 19. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah. they won by like what? two or something? Yeah, yeah the yeah. Warriors won by two. Yeah. Um, I think people are realizing that the Warriors are one-dimensional in their guard play. Yeah. People are realizing that – or teams are realizing just dump it inside because Zaza is Poochie's. Trash. JaVale McGee is playing better than Zaza. He is. Oh, yes. He is. And JaVale Shout out McGee to JaVale actually McGee. playing very well. Yes. Zaza, he's injuring his own team. Yes. <laughs> he's hurting <laughs> Kevin Durant. And people are just dumping it inside against the Warriors. And people are realizing that if the guard play, if the Warriors aren't shooting particularly well guard play, they're just... It's over. They're, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. That's, that's what that comes with. Sacrificing so much of your bench for Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. you know, yep. sacrificing uh, Barnes. Is Marie Spates still there? No, no. Mo mm-hmm. Buckets, but, but Marie Spates. It was Azili Barnes, Azili. Leandro Barbosa, Barbosa, Barbosa. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was so. Good. I remember He's him like, back on the Suns. I, oh Barbosa yeah, Barbosa was a baller. He's like their Patty Mills. Yeah, come off the bench, gets that spark. Four, mm-hmm. who else am I missing? 
And it was one more. And Bogut. Clark is good. Bogut. And Bogut. Bogut. They're missing the a five yeah. in rotation that helped them get energy, keep that energy. And when they came back, that's why they, they could. That's why Steph could do behind the back passes because they were up by fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Steph has. Steph's Steph, a great passer though. Steph's really does. good. He has a has a tendency to do that when they're only up by like four or five. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, if I'm Kerr, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, Stop yeah, that. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That's why Kerr's breaking clipboards. <laughs> Stop, Steph. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. I don't know what I guess it's just it's just style of basketball, but I think people are realizing that they their playing style can be matched up against. Because last year the fifteen, the year that they lost to the Cavs, the fit when Steph was uh, unanimous MVP last year, those Warriors were ridiculous. Oh yeah, but I think the unanimous MVP is not hurt Steph, but raises the bar at a point where he can't live up exactly. to it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's made a lot more eyes on Steph. Now, mm-hmm. people are yeah. watching him already to begin with. Mm-hmm. But for him to get unanimous MVP, which I don't know how many people have gotten, not that many. Now everyone's just watching him game in, game out. And his level of play hasn't been the same as last year. You know, Because the team's not the same. Because the team's not the same. Oh, excuse me. When you make that decision, hey, we're going to go after Kevin Durant. You're asking Steph to take a bigger load because of the fact that, hey, we're, we're not going to be able to sign these four people who were key people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that people are realizing it. And regardless if Kevin Durant comes back or not, they need to address, like the Warriors need to address that and start running more in and out screens and more down, play down low a little bit more. Because if, if a team notices you're only doing one thing and they can stop that one thing, that's why the Warriors games last year, were so far up, like they were beating people by 20 and 30 is because they had both sides of the game. Now they're beating people by six and five and mm-hmm. two, you know? So yeah. what do you think, Wayne? Uh, I don't know what to think anymore, man. This stuff is crazy. I mean, at the beginning of the season, NBA. everybody everybody was like, oh, my goodness, Warriors about to take over. Oh, my goodness. You know, NBA is not fun anymore, which I, for you know, for the record, I thought the NBA was going to be just fine. With Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, I didn't think it was going to be any. It was going to make for better storylines. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. And I still stand by my, um, what I say um, on the podcast before that next year is going to be the the year Cavs Warriors kind of come back and like because I think they just take a year off, okay? Because they had Cavs and Warriors. Okay. Because the, the first year, you know, LeBron and Delhi didn't get the job done. Next year, LeBron and friends get the job done. Mm-hmm. This year. Neither one of them deserve really to get the job done. But next year, 20, what, 2017, 2018? 2017, 2018. I think that's going to be the year where it's like redemption story, Cavs, Warriors come back and like take the league by storm. This year, I think it's just let Pop get another ring. Please. <laughs> let Pop just. Why'd you, please. Or how about please. let Houston get one, man? No. They got their back to back. They're no. they're clutch shitty, whatever they and, want to be. In the nineties, <laughs> don't I think don't that's give, so funny. Get, let Pop get one ring, please. Like he, come on, please. He, he like has he no rings. Like he needs another one. Like he's out of fingers. Another one. <laughs> I love when I like when DJ I see, like, the clutch shitty things. I'm like, that was like that was like twenty years. Like <laughs> so, I mean, what I'm saying, I'm not telling them to take a back seat to Pop. I'm just saying that this year, I think it's going to be. Of course, the Rockets, because they're coming up, and they're doing way better than they have in, like, uh-huh. recent history, which is amazing. And I, he, the Rockets are one Houston team that I can actually get behind and support other than the— Why? The, 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 why? 
You know what I'm be talking respectful. about, audience. You know what I'm talking about, audience. Be respectful. <laughs> and you know, next podcast, I really want to talk about that because I don't hate the Texans. Right. Okay? You don't. just think they're trash. I, there, there are actually logical reasons why I just don't. I can't stand behind <laughs> you. And I will. Thinking. I will love. I would love to just really dig into that next podcast. Okay, so we're gonna have a Texans edition yes, next we're podcast. Have a text. I really want to dig deep into you know. I'll be ready. Why I just and I give. I love you, dude. I know you. And do. the fact that you're a Texans fan does not tarnish our friendship. I know it doesn't. Okay? It it better may. not. It and may. I'm, <laughs> maybe a little bit. It may. But I really want to dig deep into that whole situation because I have like, a list I've got of things. An idea for you guys. Done. Who is your tw- right now? Who yep. is your 2017-2018 MVP for the M- for the NBA next year? Ooh. Next year? Yes. Next year? Next year. Wow. <laughs> I just thought of it. I just have one. You have one? Yeah. Say I just it. thought about it. Say it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, man. Wow. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's going out of stretch, though, man. Are you, are you no. serious? The man plays four. Po- oh, look, the man look, plays look, 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 look. But look when at the I team go, he's playing. When with. I go to set my lineup for you, NBA. Here's the thing. Hold on one second. When I go to set my lineup for NBA, you know how when you. Okay, I don't know if you guys played. Go you, back to 2K, whenever, man. No, 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 listen, listen. No, this is fancy. No, this is fancy, oh, fancy football. Yeah, I mean, fancy basketball. My bad. Oh, yeah. Whenever I go. Okay, he has four positions listed on it. Like, nobody has that. And then when you go to click. To move him up into your roster or whatever, like if you had him on the bench because he wasn't playing, you go to you move him up. You have the full roster. You available. have the entire roster. You can put mm-hmm. him anywhere except for center. Yeah. yeah. So like that's two spots that go away. You can put him at utility. You can put him at point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward. I'm like the man does everything for that team. Giannis is in the top. I think it was the top 15 percentage in points, assists. Blocks, steals, and rebounds. He's he can ball. He's a monster. Yes, he okay? is crazy. Now, no doubt. if you look at that team, Delhi's a decent point guard. Chris Middleton is a shooting guard who is injured, but he's coming back at a good clip. You can put Giannis at one, two, three, or four. You've you got Jabari Parker got injured this year. That's why they're and not last performing. Year. And last year, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, you know, yeah. Jabari Parker, the first he was playing well, and then injury, injury, uh-huh. and then Thon Maker, that seven foot, you know, lanky. His name's Thon. T H O N, Thon Maker. Cool. I believe he's African. Thon. I'm not 100% sure. That's a cool <laughs> but name. But Thon like Maker, that. I know. Yeah. Um, great center. He's one of those ridiculously lengthy, like, it just like looks Like the Candy Matumbo? Yeah. No, they've no, got, no. They've got, <laughs> I think it's like the most length on any team. Mm. Shot blocking. And they lead the league and, you know, shot blocking and re- stuff like that. And their coach is. Jason Kidd. The best. Jason yeah. Kidd. My favorite player. Really? In the history of the NBA. Jason, Jason Kidd? Kidd, yeah. My favorite player is Steve Nash. Oh. So That's what good. I love Steve Nash. Would you put Steve what makes Steve Nash better than Jason Kidd? What makes Jason Kidd better than Steve Nash? Okay, you wanna go first? No, you go, go first. first. Well Steve Nash I, I feel like st- I can use the argument that people have made this year about James Harden mm-hmm. on Steve Nash. Is that Steve Nash never made it past the Western Conference? Do you think you should have got those two MVPs? No, I think Nash winning those MVPs is like Barkley winning the MVP, or okay. they sh- I, MJ should have won. This is Dave's opinion, by the way. Oh wait, no, no, no. MJ was not in the league when no. when Nash won the MVPs. No. But Nash never made it past the Western Conference he won Championship. Back to back, he too. did win him back to back, but and he was playing in the D'Antoni offense. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: Nash was not James Harden. Now Nash, I think, would help Nash, and Nash was a great, like one of the best shooters. I mean, Nash. Oh one my, of the best and point that and that Phoenix team. Especially him, those two Amari, years. Yeah. Leandre, oh, was Sean Marion was Sean on there. Marion. Dude, that's, that was a squad. Stacked. That was a squad. And yeah. they were fun to watch. Like yeah. they were high. I, they were the first like true mm-hmm. high paced. They were then, the original. And even the Baron Davis 
Warriors mm-hmm. with uh, <clears throat> oh gosh, Monte Ellis was there, Baron Davis was there. Mm-hmm. That they were high, high paced offense. Yeah, but. and so they were fun to watch. But Nash was a product of the Nash was a product of the D'Antoni offense. And uh, Jason Kidd, if you go back, floor general, like mm-hmm. he, man, his passes yeah, Swiss were Army knife. so he, his, sick. He was awesome, and he. As as early in his career, he was a very good shooter. As yeah. the, like by the time he made it to the Mavericks, he was he he shot twice a game maybe. Yeah. But he facilitated. Right, he was still a great passer. He was always a great great passer. I loved his style of play. So. What makes Steve Nash, in your opinion, better than Jason Kidd, or do you agree with Geef? I agree with Geef. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> that makes Steve Nash better than than uh, Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is this: Steve, Steve Nash, Nash is a great scorer. Oh, yeah, absolutely! Oh was, uh, one of the best shooters ever. That that layoff, yes, uh, like that that quick lay, like yeah, mm-hmm. go to the go to the basket and then like wait till the last minute to put it up. Yeah, it reminds me of Tony Parker a little bit sometimes. Yeah, Tony Parker does that too. He'll like run around the, the he'll rim. He'll, roll, he'll spin around somebody and just throw it and like mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah, it's like a floater, but it's an actual layup. Uh, Warriors need to start exercising their options at moving particular pieces. They they need to use inside outside game. Yeah, that's my opinion. Wayne, just play Javale McGee more. God, <laughs> Javale man. McGee, put the man in the game. The man has talent, and he's now finally being able to like show his. Mm-hmm. True natural talent because he's, he's got for the, long, for the longest time he was on losing teams, so he had a losing mentality. And he was the goof. Yes, he was the goofiest. Oh Javel McGee gosh. shot to the floor, running, running down the court, falling, and then passing out of bounds. Like he, <laughs> he is some of the, has some of the best. Those missed dunks. And, and he still does that too. Like earlier in the season, he missed like a wide open finger roll. Yeah, I, I was like, why are you trying to think? You're like JaVale. touching the rim if you put your hands up. Just jump up. Javel like McGee, two you're listening. Dunk it. Continue to be you. We yes. love you, man. This is a, this Subscribe, is rate, and review. Go ahead. But I was watching a Dr. J highlights mm-hmm. the other day. Did you see Dr. J do the finger roll? Mm-hmm. That's what we need. That was all class. We need to bring man. back Dr. J. Dr. J. That and where he just he caught the ball like in, in a the Hall foot, of Fame like this, a yeah. foot inside of the three, and when he cocked it back over mm-hmm. that guy, and he just cocked it and like in the air for a good like ten steps and slammed <laughs> Lamb, it. Like, slam, yeah. Dr. J. So yeah. that ends our sports Play topics for today. If you want to talk more sports with us, you guys know where to find us. Hit us up, internet, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, we be everywhere. Geek. MySpace. Yes. We're on the last segment of the day. The best segment of the, the day. The best segment. They're all the good. Day. They're all good. They're all great. They're all great. Everybody's great. But this one's better. This one, yeah. What's our last topic? It's called The Exchange. For those of you Ayo, who don't know. The Exchange. The Exchange. <laughs> There's our jingle. The Exchange. <laughs> is, this is a part of the show. Where we take questions, they can be serious questions or they can be funny questions. If you need uh, dating advice, we have Don Juan, Mr. Smooth himself, Wayne Webb, Rico Suave. So, friends, listeners, audience, you can uh, send us your questions at contact at entexchange.co and just ask us whatever you want. Our question yeah. today comes from our very own Mr. Dylan Pendergast. From Houston, Texas. DP our, in the building. DP. Our friend, our good friend. Shout out to Dylan. We love you. Um, he asks, what is our opinion mm-hmm. of the word adulting? Adulting hard. The word is adulting. Can I have the, I have the origin? Country <laughs> origin, please? <laughs> can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, the definition of that. I don't know what that means. I like uh, adulting. This is good. 
I'm going to go last. Wayne, you go. Wayne, go. Okay. Because we'll, <laughs> we'll do this question, and then we'll do one more. So go ahead. All right. So adulting. I remember whenever I first heard this term, I was in, like, high school. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, man, adulting is so hard, adulting. And I was like, guys, it can't be that hard. You know? Just do. You know, your parents will raise you. They've done a really good job of raising you. Adulting is not going to be that hard. And then I turned, like, 19, 20. And then it hit you like a brick. And then it hit me like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Shout out to Miley Cyrus. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> not the music video. Okay. The rec- the, Don't the listen to David. Line. We love you. Subscribe, please. Yes. The one line Miley literally came there. in like a wrecking ball. Bring back Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> we want Hannah. Best of Hannah both back. worlds. <laughs> Keep going. Wait. Anyway. So, yeah. Adulting, for me, my opinion on adulting is that it has its moments mm-hmm. where it just sucks. Especially with like part of paying life. certain bills and stuff, and like I got to pay some wow. student loans and wow, preach preacher, preach preacher. <laughs> anyway, keep going. So adulting for me is just like it's a wishy washy kind of term. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has its moments where it's like really great, but then it has its moments where it's just like, why am I an adult? Like, Lord, why did you? Why? Why did why, I grow up? Why Lord? does this exist? <laughs> I could have just been like Peter Pan and just stayed young. Forever, and but fly. No, and fly with you know Tinkerbell and everything. But no, I had to like grow up and turn into Captain Hook. So I was like, you yeah, know, whatever. Shout out to Hook. That was shout a great out to movie. Hook. I need to watch that. Remember Hook, Hook was with a great Dustin? Movie. Was it Dustin Hoffman? Oh, it's Hugh Jackman. No, no, no. That's that Pan movie. Yeah, oh, that's Pan. Pan. That's which, that one. which one was Hook? Hook oh, Hook was with Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams. Yes. I don't know why I said Dustin. Robin that's, Williams that's with right. Rufio and Rufio. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, adulting is sometimes Poochie's trash, but then it has its rewards, and those rewards are great. I don't like it. <laughs> Plain and simple. All sucks, you do is kid. study all the time I don't, anyway. That's true. I don't, uh, I don't like – I, I mean, define adult. What's an adult? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a fuzzy – You can be an adult physically and be a child mentally. Right. Oh, yeah. I think and it's, vice versa. It's about maturity. But then you can be – I don't know, man. I, like, I'm 27 years old, so mm-hmm. by society standards, I'm an adult. Yeah. But do I feel like an adult? No. No. Not really. No. I mean, what, how do you feel like an adult? I just feel like me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm not an adult. I'm just me. I'm just, just geek. I have to talk about stocks and, and you know, eat brunch. Yeah. Brunch is cool, though. I like brunch. brunch is, I, I don't think I've had brunch, talk about and stocks. I probably I like, won't I like ever. croissants. Croissant. A croissant. croissant. A croissant. <laughs> Those are good. Miss Jean Shelley. Yeah. <laughs> Jean Shelley. <laughs> so adulting, I think adulting is all of, uh, it's, a, it's a frame. It's a mindset. And you're as old as you are, you know, mentally. Yeah. And, and as far as maturity. maturity, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you guys. Like, like you said, adulting. You know, society defines adulting as becoming an adult, but um, there are people who are children that pay bills. There are adults who don't know how to pay bills. You know, ad- adulting is different to each person. Um, becoming an adult means, you know, getting more responsibilities and stuff like that. And some people can handle those responsibilities and some people can't, you know, when a terrible responsibility, when you, when you're getting older is you got to pay bills and that sucks. And you got to pay like student loans, a good responsibility is you get to drive and, you know, you get to stay up past nine o'clock or something like that. You know what I'm saying? No bedtime. No bedtime. And then as a kid, you I know, still have a bedtime. <laughs> well, you, you give yourself a bedtime. That's kind of different. <laughs> as a kid. You know, you didn't have that amount of responsibilities, but you could, like, watch cartoons all day. And there was nothing wrong about that. It wasn't frowned upon because you're a kid, you know. So I think the term adulting 
is one that we used in the past that we've tried to apply to people in general that it doesn't really apply to everyone. Yeah. It's just a term. Adulting is just a term. Adulting is different to every person. And so, I, I mean, that's basically it. Adulting is different to every person. So what it is to me is different to you, Wayne, to you, Eve, yep. to you, Dylan. It's, I mean, it's different. So I say maturity level is one of the most important things mm. about adulting. I agree. You know what I'm saying? That was a good question, though, I Dylan. Know what Thank you, Dylan. And our last question is oh, actually. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. What? I want to give a shout out to my mom. Miss Webb. Mama Webb in the building. She is probably one of our biggest supporters. Where? I know we kind of just started. So Your mom's the if, best. If we could just touch on one of her questions real quick. Yeah. yeah. To this sure. Sure. Real quick. So one of my mom's questions was, how do, you, how do we feel on resting healthy players? Listen, let me talk for a second. Go, oh, Go ahead. David's ready. Wow, that was like a reflex. And he Greg just sat Popovich, up. As someone who loves them, I resting healthy players, I have no problem with that. Because it's an 82-game season, okay? Now, it depends on how young your players are. Obviously, you're going to rest younger players less, okay? Obviously. The problem is that you rest... Obviously, you resting healthy players, a lot of times it happens the day before a game, and you have fans who've paid tickets for that game. So it's the, it's the balance between um, ticket sales and... What does it look like on the outside versus, hey, my player has been playing four back-to-backs in a week. I want him to get some rest. It's it's that balance. Resting healthy players, I have no problem with it because I understand. Now, I understand why. Now, obviously, for the people who, like, the, for ABC, who is like, Warrior Spurs, prime yeah. time, they schedule it in, you know, in March, not expecting anybody to rest. Like, they have, when you... When you schedule certain games, if I'm ABC, I need to be wary of what who the coaches are, you know, and what are their tendencies. Okay. That's why the Spurs usually don't play on primetime games. It's nope. because Pop likes to rest his players every now and then. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Pop, but you're not listening. No. <laughs> um, Pop's not listening. They, like, certain coaches like to do it certain ways. Spolstra doesn't really rest players that much, but Kid does a little bit. Kerr does because he got it from Pop. Pop does... Um, who's the coach of the Cavs? Dan LeBron Tony does. Do Tyron Lue. <laughs> like who's the coach of the Cavs? LeBron does. Like it, it. You have to, from the executive standpoint, and from the from the thirty thousand feet above the season, I see why people are upset. But on the ground floor, you're trying to get your team in the best position for the playoffs. Okay, if your player is having a bad streak and you want to rest them for a game or two just so he can catch his wind. Like, you want the best for him. That's why Tim Duncan played 20 years in the 19, league. 19. Yeah, he almost hit 20. <coughs> KG hit 20. Mm-hmm. But that's why Tim Duncan played 19-plus years in the league. That's why Manu is still playing. That's why I'm using Spurs as an example. Tony is still playing. Because Pop, Pop will get fined, but he doesn't care. He will sit all three of them because they're 30-something years old, and they can't run like they did when Manu had hair, like you know what I'm saying, when he still had hair. Wow, that was a long time that ago. That was a long time ago <laughs> yeah. when he had that Spanish mane or Argentinian <laughs> mane, I should say. Um, so, I mean, it it comes with basketball, but you have to be wary, executive-wise, of what you schedule. Because, I, of course, I'm going to schedule a Spurs-Warriors opener. I'm going to be careful to schedule Spurs-Cavs 
Warriors, Cavs, any Rockets, any of the teams in the top during the back end of the season because they've already solidified I'm in this part of the seating. Yeah, but you have have to. No yeah, one's going to want to watch Timberwolves 76ers. No one's going to watch that game. I'm all on. No, <laughs> Click. Trust the yeah. process. Yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like you, When they're that far in the season and they're solidified in their standing, you, you have to know they're going to rest players. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to happen. There's no way that – and that's why they're trying to find so – do that, mate. They don't care. Because obviously they care about their fans, but they know at the end goal that they want to bring their fans is a ring. They, you know, just because a team, certain players didn't play in February and people are upset about that, but you, and, but they go farther in the playoffs in April. Like it's, it's just, it's things that happen. I, I view resting players. Like I view fouling before the two minutes in the fourth quarter to get someone who is bad at shooting free throws to shoot free throws. Uh-huh. Hack I view those two things, the same thing. I get that they're part of the game. I don't like them. I don't like resting players. And Michael Jordan is my favorite player of all time, mm-hmm. besides Jason Kidd. I, besides Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's my favorite. Michael Jordan's the greatest. JaVale McGee's number three. Right. JaVale McGee's Javel out McGee. there. <laughs> Michael Jordan <laughs> never took a game off, ever. And that's why he's the, I, he, that's one of the reasons why he's the greatest. Because Michael, you took Michael Jordan take a day off. He, I don't even think he took days off when he was with the Wizards when he was forty. Like the, no them Wizards. Try try to make Michael Jordan take a day off. No yeah. way he wouldn't do it. That's why he's the greatest. The, the, and I, I again I understand why you want to rest players. I, I, I don't like it. And if you're resting, you're out of the MVP discussion. Like one hundred percent. I you can't win the MVP and be resting taking days off if you're not injured. Like. Just zero chance. I like that. I All think right. it's to speak and to speak on what you said, like the hack shack stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you hate that? That's the worst. Listen, I don't have a problem. I don't Come say I don't have a problem with it. I understand it interrupts the game, but for me, I don't get mad at the strategy. I get mad at the person who can't make a free throw. Yeah, that's who I get mad at. That's who I get mad. If you, DeAndre Jordan, well, are making forty-five, fifty million dollars, I get it. You're a center, and it's hard for you. You got to learn how to shoot free get throws. A, get a get a Jump shot, whisper, get somebody work work with Steph Curry during the off season. I don't care if you guys are rivals and help because when people see that, they're not going to do it as much. Mm-hmm. Yep. The same thing. Andre Drummond is shooting like thirty. He's the worst. He's the worst. He's <laughs> worse than Dwight. Thirty six percent from free throws. They're going to grab you <laughs> when you walk out the locker room. <laughs> you walk on the court, someone grabbing your arm. It's the, a hack and shot. The team like, you're playing against just signed like five no names <laughs> off the street. You have yeah. one job. Foul him. That's what I'm saying. Ball inbound. Jump, <laughs> like some like some players like jumping on players' backs. Like I'm like okay, that's a bit extreme. Yeah. But when you when I watch the people they foul, go six of like 19 from the free throw line. <laughs> I understand why they do. <laughs> Andre Drummond, oh if you're goodness. listening, you're a great athlete. You just need to get your shot working, son. Please. And Joe King Noah too. Oh, oh gosh. gosh, that like shot that goes sideways. Have you seen Joe? The sideways <laughs> spin. I call oh, it the yeah. helicopter <laughs> shot. How did you shoot side? <laughs> anyway, okay. go ahead, All right. Wayne. How you feel about resting? <clears throat> Here's what I got to say. There, mm-hmm. I think there's good things about this and bad things about it. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of going along with what you guys said. Mm-hmm. Like with Give, you know, you shouldn't be in the MVP in the MVP yeah, conversation sure. if you're resting. I can understand that. And when you're healthy, mm-hmm. I get it. If you're sick, right? Yeah, like no, that, no, no, no. It's just resting. Yeah. But if you're yeah. just resting because you know, I, I feel like my shots because you're tired. Off, I yeah. want to take a little break. No, this is uh, the NBA because MVPs. Are you know playing every game if they can, and if they can't, like there's something holding them back. They just they you know they can't play unless they can't. 
play physically, yeah, then you know they're mm-hmm. gonna work through whatever, whatever mental block they have yeah. and keep playing. Yeah. Go ahead. So here's what I have to say: good things about resting players. Number one, it does get you ready for the playoffs because you don't want to run the risk of you know like a star player getting hurt, fatigue, and, yeah, and fatigue, and then fatigue, they, you get injured, and then they get to the playoffs, and then their poochie's trash. And then you're like wondering, you know, what happened? I love you're, that word. You won the greatest Poochies. players, and then you get to the playoffs and you choke. Well, you know, I was tired. You know, so you don't want, coaches don't want that. You know, that kind of flat coming back on them. Now, on the flip side of that, the great ones don't get tired. True. Right. If, if you want to elevate yourself, if you want to say, "Listen, we're going to run a table in the playoffs," you're playing. Like, I, what is it? There's a day of rest in between each game in the playoffs. Like you're playing one yeah. place, like from game one to oh, one and three. Man. Yeah, one to. Three, you play game one, day rest. Game two, day rest, day rest, and then game three. Like in the mm-hmm. first two games, there's a there's a day in between. Okay, yeah, but keep going. Like <clears throat> keep going. So there's a good thing about resting players. You don't want to hurt your star players and everything. So you get and it gives like the guys who are on the bench a chance to come in and really pl- like prove themselves. That's like true. especially for the Spurs, they got mm-hmm. a bunch of young players mm-hmm. like Murray and Simmons, and you know all the people who don't really get a lot of playing time. Mm-hmm. They get to come in when. Tony and everybody is sitting out. So that's a good thing. It gets them more playing time. Even if they don't stay with that team for, you know, their NBA career, and it gets that they get per, more yeah, playing time. They get that chance to show everybody, like, hey, I can do this. Like, I can, I belong in this league. And maybe they don't belong with that team, but another team is going to see that. Yeah. And be like, yo, let's get you some money and let's get you on our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. if that, if the other person didn't rest, it's going to, they're going to, that's why I feel bad for, uh, on the Bengals. Different sport, but uh, AJ McCarron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah behind Andy Dalton. I thought he was a good quarterback at Alabama. He's not going to see the field for another, like, three years. Yeah. And I'm like, could he take – does he belong to be the starter of an NFL team? We don't know. We don't Has know, he had man. a chance to prove himself? No. Though? No. No. But that's the argument for half the backups. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. But here's the bad thing, and this is something that really hit me hard, is whenever the Spurs played the Warriors on that Saturday and it was, mm-hmm. you know, uh. hyped up and everything, there was a kid in, in attendance who was like – Huge Steph Curry fan. I ain't care and about Steph that kid. Curry. I it really hurt me. That's cool, man. It hurt me because <laughs> they that kept kid, showing man. that sad little white kid with the Steph Curry jersey, just like <laughs> he was oh, asleep. Man. He was asleep in like the third, like into the third quarter. One the he was asleep. At least he stayed. Half the fans left by halftime. Yeah, I was like at ESPN, get this kid off my TV. <laughs> like I don't want to see this. Kid. Granted, I'm from the north. That's why I was like, I don't care yeah, about that's, this kid. That's a little mean. So, man. so when I saw that, I was like, you know, there are people who are traveling. <laughs> it was so sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> They kept they kept zooming in, and he was, oh, like he like he was he kept looking like left and right. He was so sad, and I thought it was hilarious. That's just me. I'm sorry. So Keep yeah, going. that's that's just one thing. That's because no there are people who are like fans of the NBA who come from like around the world that's, who that's travel across the United States to see yeah. their favorite team, and when they get there, oh, they're resting, and you don't and get to, all you of them don't get to see them play, and it yeah. might be another like. You know, year, I mean, years before you get to have the chance to go back and see them play, unless maybe they come to your, you know, mm-hmm. your city or especially whatever. for that kid in the Warriors because he ain't gonna see the Warriors at home because it costs seven thousand dollars to sit in right. the bleachers, yeah, all so, the way at the top. So that's one thing. Like, I feel like maybe there's something the NBA could do. You to can maybe yeah. like better help you know fans to know that there's a better way to navigate that. Yeah. Is so there though, like, what would you do? They're already know. getting fine. There's that's always why something Adam Silver's you can got do. the money. That's why he's, that's why he's a commissioner. Yo, Adam, figure this out. Good luck finding Click. a solution. You can't, it's like finding a solution to fouling a player who can't shoot free throw. How are you going to fix that? You can't. 
there's you injured. Yeah, yeah. You you, <laughs> you tell that person to get better at free throws. 1980s Detroit Pistons. You throw that you guy out. to the floor. <laughs> you throw out Joe Dumars. Bad and, boys. Or you can just tell him to make his free throws. Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer. Just elbow in the Bill nose. Lambeer. Oh, God. so yeah, that's that's my my take on resting healthy it's players. A, it's a it's a big it's a big discussion. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I love it. And the last question of the day. Coach, my friend Marcus in New Jersey. What up, Marcus? Marcus. What up, cuz? What up, cuz? Is he your cousin? Hey, where your friend no, that you're just, at, cuz? Uh, is that what you just say that? Yes, people of color. We just call uh, each other cuz. Cuz. What up, cuz? Give you're my cuz. You're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're my friend, too. You're my friend, dude. Uh, it's a very good question. He asks the question, what does the term woke mean to you as in each of us? Geef? I don't. I don't. <laughs> Geef says, I woke Geef. up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. I don't know it. All right. So I, I don't want to butcher this, but. Enlighten us. I'm going to try to. Okay. You're going to try to butcher it or you're going to try to enlighten us? I'm going to try to enlighten us <laughs> and oh, I may okay. butcher it okay. <laughs> at the same time. Just making sure. The term woke, internet audience, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who are not of color or for those of you who are of color and don't know what it means, the term woke means to be basically be aware it means to realize there's something going on behind the scenes or behind the veil of what is in front so if i were to it's 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 like if i were to look at wayne and say what were you saying about what you about to say okay when you said behind the veil it made me think of wizard of oz whenever there you go yeah behind yo the, behind the, my man that's she, a perfect she example. was woke huh. now she was woke in like, that moment yeah that's perfect you the man it is, it is, it is, <laughs> I'm the man, I'm the man. <laughs> Hello, Black, if you're listening, we love you, man. Um, it's that perfect, it, that's a perfect des- description. Um, Dorothy, when she got to the end of The Wizard of Oz, and she's seeing, the, you know, Oz talk about the great and powerful Oz, and, you know, giving the, they brought all the gifts and the line of courage, and, you know, she's looking at the curtain, and she sees, like, the feet underneath the curtain. And she goes over and pulls the curtain back, and she's like, there's a man over here. That's what basically being woke is. It is understanding that what we're seeing is not the accurate representation or depiction of what's going on. Like, if I were to watch, um, or if I were to listen to statements, like, the police are always out to save, you know, to observe and protect, and they're always here to make sure we're okay. If someone were to say that to me, I would say, like, no, I'm woke when that, when someone says that statement, I'm more woke than what you think I am because I see that there, there are police who are killing black males, young black. There are people, there are police that are actually killing like the, like last story, the cops putting the that Punisher, Punisher logos oh, Lord. on their car. Like there is an avid and there's an actual uh, racial divide that happens. And it's not enough for me to say, Oh, we can all get along. No, it's, it's out there. Like, I'm not going to say, you know what? we're doing okay and we're doing really well. We're going to make it far in the future. I'm like, no, this problem still exists right now. And it's a problem that it still exists right now. Perfect example. Like I was saying earlier with the, um, with women and women, women empowerment, like women are getting like comic book roles. They're finally getting movie roles, you know, all that stuff. And it's me. If I would say like women are finally making a push and Wayne and Wayne is saying, no, I'm woke because I realize that they're like, they're still, it's very far to go. The reality is, yeah, they're the not. They're not is, there yet. They're, yeah. they're very far from where they need to be. But they're, so, they're, I feel like it's it's been improving. It has. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The the term to me woke means that like listen, 
like you're saying something, and I understand what you're saying. However, because I have a different culture, because I have a different point of view, I may be privy to information that you don't know that actually is hurting or harming what you're saying. Mm -hmm. If that's the best way I can put it, I may know, hey, if like if someone's making a fence, and I was a person who originally owned that land. And the guy is coming to make a fence, and he's like, oh, the fence is going to be straight. And I know, hey, there's a sewer that runs along underneath that part of the fence. I can say, no, it's not really going to be straight. Just because the land itself is straight doesn't mean it's actually going to go in straight. Mm. Technically, I'm woke because I have more information, yeah. and I understand at a deeper level than what you're saying, if that makes sense. What I do you, you think? I got you. So for me, um, trying to kind of piggyback off what, what David was saying, it reminds me of – this kind of scenario, I guess. So let's say you have a kid who, you know, all his life, his parents have been positive. You know, his parents have, you know, been uh, teaching him the right things and everything and teaching him, you know, do this, help people, help others, blah, blah, blah. Right from So room. when that kid grows up, he has a very positive outlook on life. You know, there's not really much wrong out there. As opposed to a kid who's grown up in poverty who has been, you know, poor all his life, that kid is more woke than the kid who has been, I guess, well-groomed all his life or had a better upbringing. So, like, if they were to meet, and that the kid who's been, you know, who's grown up all his life with his parents, you know, telling him, you know, do the right thing, all that stuff, that kid is less woke, meets the kid who's more woke, and, you know, I guess they can kind of help each other. So one kid, the, the kid who grew up um, with a good upbringing will say, you know, like you said, the cops are here to help us. You know, everything's great. The other kid would be like, no, 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 no. That's not right. Cops killed my friend back when I was, you know, living over here. Mm-hmm. But then the the positive kid can also help the negative kid and say, you know what? I understand that's what happened, but maybe not everybody's like that. You know, there are some people out there who are still doing the right thing on the force. So that kid cannot become less woke but understand that it's not happening to everybody. It's just, it just, you know, it just so happened to happen where he grew up. Mm-hmm. But then the other kid can also help him understand that, you know, this is where I grew up. This is, this all I know is, you know, people getting shot around the corner. That all I know is people getting arrested, thrown into jail, wrongfully, wrongfully convicted of crimes. They might not have even done and stuff like that. So they can kind of help each other. That's yeah. what, when, when I hear the term woke, I think of, Yes, being aware, but also helping people who are less aware and then people who are less aware may be shining a light on the people who are more aware. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can be too woke yeah. and just think everything's negative. Yeah. That's and, a dang- be- and that's a dangerous and I, thing. Yeah, I feel like you're, you're dealing with, now that I know what that means, and I thank you guys because that was really good, both of you. I feel like either you're on one side of the, the seesaw or the other. You yeah. know what I mean? Either yeah. you're really positive or you're really negative i think the most important thing to do is that the world is not in any case talking about anything you can't ever say it's black or white Mm -hmm. ever ever there's always that's why stereotypes are i hate stereotypes but it's a part of life yeah Mm -hmm. because there i get it there's a general pattern but you can't say oh this people are like this Mm -hmm. or all cops are like that you Mm -hmm. can't do that because that's not true as long as you have that view and you don't say, oh, cops are the worst or, oh, cops are perfect, and that's – I'm just using cops as an example. You can do that with anything. 
Mm-hmm. You can do that when you meet girls. I feel like a lot of guys, when they meet a girl, they're like, oh, she's perfect. She's beautiful. She's You can't think about her like that. <laughs> and you can't think about her like, oh, girls are nothing. They're worthless. They're just whatever. I just mm-hmm. – uh, They're second-tier citizens. Right. I so date a thousand girls like, and I don't care. Like yeah. when, when, when girls are talking to each other and they're like, oh, all guys are dogs and blah, blah, blah. Right. Hey, it goes that both makes ways. It for people like me, because yeah. I know I ain't no dog. Ex- exactly. Like, all you gotta do is sit down and watch Netflix with me, and ladies I'm good. and gentlemen, Wayne Webb ain't no dog. I ain't no dog. He ain't no dog. <laughs> I'm. I don't know what the alternative for that would be, but I'm not a dog. I'm. A, you're the undog. I'm a cool dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so like you're genteel. You're saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm a what? You're I genteel. Like, I like what you're saying about the <laughs> the uh, the kid because it's honestly in my and this is my opinion. A lot of times. Woke happens in a situation. People, some people have a silver spoon, and some people don't. Uh-huh. Where some people, like you said, they they grow up with a world view of specifically one way, when the world is actually a different way. And that can happen with someone with a good upbringing versus someone with a bad upbringing. Like you said, if you're raised around, you know, cops arresting your friends all the time, you're going to think all cops are bad. Yeah. And if you're raised around an area where you have a lot of money, and it solves all your problems. You're going to think money is the answer to everything, okay? And it, it all deals with your worldview. This is a good question. Yeah, it was <laughs> a very good you question. Go deep thank, thank you, Marcus. Yeah, woke. I appreciate you. Thank you, I David's cousin. You're smart. You're loyal. Thanks, Cuz. <laughs> you. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, your furniture at Cuz. <laughs> I think that uh, it's it's important. I think the term woke is important because it's happening. People are saying that a lot more frequently. I think it's a good thing that people are saying it more frequently because people are understanding like, like it's not, it's not all sunshine and rainbows and it's not, you know, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a mean and nasty it's place. It's a mean and nasty place. Rocky six. Rocky. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like honestly, I think it's, it's good to be woke, but there's a danger lying. And like, if you think, if you understand that you're woke about something, then you're going to say, well, there's always an underlying something to everything. It's like, well, oh, you become a cynic. You become yeah. a cynic. Yeah. There's a word. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, and that's the other danger. Like not everything is bad. Some people are good for the sake of being good. Yeah, I agree with that. There are some people who are like, and there's some people who are bad for the sake of being bad. It's called morality. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, yep. some people kill, rape, murder, steal. And it's because they want to kill rape. You know, some people are bad like that. That doesn't mean that someone who is convicted of a crime cannot be, uh, what is the term? Redeemed. Reinstated, redeemed, yeah. redeemed into society uh-huh. and be a healthy, functioning member of society. So woke, I think being woke first starts at your worldview because you have to understand the world. Because you can't just take someone else's information and be like, yeah, what he said is true when, when that other information is not true. Because you're saying I'm woke because the cops kill all the black people in the world, and they don't like you. Gotta like you gotta be smart about how you shape and form your worldview. End of you know end of the story. Yeah, just be smart about how you shape your worldview. Yeah. Thank you, Marcus. That was a great question, ladies and gentlemen. Great. That is the podcast. We did it. Week number dose. That's Metal two. Dose. Numero dos. That's number two for all those who do not speak Spanish. Wait, I thought it was twelve. Okay, anyway, and... that's dose. Uh, we want to thank you guys. Thank you, Internet. Thank you, audience, for listening this week. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, at ENT underscore exchange. Wayne, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Blacktimus underscore prime seven, or on Twitter, all caps, Blacktimus prime. 
with a, with three. a three on the end, not an E. <laughs> not an E. That, no, it's not an E. So cool. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at I am from Wakanda, aka Black Panther. Oh, you see how I did that? What? <laughs> he rolled his tongue. Br- he rolled his tongue. Brat? Brat. Okay. That's my gat. <laughs> oh. Gratata. Gratata. And then on I Instagram, you can find means. me at... <laughs> on Instagram, you can find me at Citizen of Wakanda. Keith, where do people can find you at? Instagram? Uh, yeah, you can you find me at that find? Entertainment Exchange Instagram okay. for sure. Yeah. At ENT underscore exchange. He, give, he don't like people. You can reach so. out. That is not true, <laughs> man. I love people. But yeah, keep sending. These are great questions this week. Please keep sending us your questions. Send them to contact at entexchange.co and make sure to let us know that you want us to read it out loud on the podcast. And we'll be sure to read out loud and talk about it. Thank you, everybody. Peace.